This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome to yet another edition of the Real Talk Podcast. As you can see, I am your host, Pastor Jesse Jones. I am here, new stage, new crew for right now. Um, keep uh, Pastor Jay Jordan in prayer. He is in, on his way out to Columbus. He is doing some great things out there in Columbus, as well as uh, Pastor JC, who was on right now. He is a uh, he is taking part on the Real Talk podcast on Facebook, on Facebook Live. So for those of y'all who don't get the chance to view it, you can always check out the Real Talk podcast on our Facebook channel when we do do it on the Facebook Live as well as our YouTube channel. Now, with that being said, again, I'm your host, Pastor Jesse, along with my lovely, beautiful, vivacious, my mm, mm, good to me. She is the fired executive producer of the Real Talk podcast. She is the one and only Queen Falana. Say hi to people, baby. All right, all right. We got some very special guests to to my left over here. Let me start with the preacher, the powerhouse. Amen. Gave a word, hallelujah, and laid everybody and their mama out before service. Mm -hmm. Like she did all her work before service, got up and, and gave a word, and then dropped the mic and walked away like I ain't do nothing. <laughs> she, she's the one and only miniature training, Chanel Thornton. Say hi to the folks, ma'am. What's going on? What's going on? And we have with us, I've got to get my church voice in for oh. real now. No, 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 we don't. No, we don't. No, no. <laughs> we have with us the illustrious, the the powerful, the 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 didactic, the 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 the, the, the you all preach through intros, they start they start to stutter on purpose, the 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 the, the, the anointed wow. mind of God that he is the one and only <laughs> Micah Spites. Y'all, 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 did I say your last name right? Spates. 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 Micah Spates. Y'all, y'all give him a hand clap of praise. Hey, my day, my day, my day. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so, before we get too deep into it, I know this is your first time here on the Real Talk Podcast. Chanel has been with us a few times, so here's the house rules. There are no rules. Say what you say, mean what you say, feel it. Uh, be you. You ain't got. We ain't got to be churchy. We ain't got to be none that. Um, I mean, we gonna talk about Jesus a little bit too. But you know, we we ain't got to be churchy. We just whatever you feel. I, I I started this podcast the way that I did it because I really believe that, especially myself. I, I'm talking about me. I need a place where I can let my hair down and I ain't got to be pastor and I ain't got to be minister or prophet or nothing. I could just be and also at the same time to address some issues, whether it be within the church or just within the world. Period. Or things I find interesting. And just address them in a way that most people don't. And since it's my podcast, can't nobody tell me what I need to do on my podcast. So that's how we do it. All right. So feel free to say whatever you say, however you say it, and have fun. Because it ain't no sense to keep doing this. We don't have fun, especially as frustrated as I am right now. I'm calming down. I'm calming down, though, y'all. I'm calming down. Woosah, woosah. Mm-hmm. If y'all if remember Angry Management, goose fraba, goose fraba. <laughs> All right. 
So, all right, we got some great topics on hand with us today. But before we get started with our topics, we'll be right back after this commercial break that Facebook Live won't be able to see because I'm not on StreamYard. And we back. All right, all right. <laughs> it's going to be just that quick. I promise it's going to be just those kind of days. <laughs> I'm about to figure out how to do that with the audio because I'm not stopping this audio either. Normally, I stop the audio in between. I ain't doing none of that. I ain't stopping nothing. Took too long to get this stuff set up right. So... All right, so where is where is my little my, there it is. So our first topic that we had. Oh no, I can just go over to here. That's right. I had given y'all uh, a a. I know I got to find the dog on text message now because I got I got three different ones in here that I'm. Here we go. Okay. So our first topic for today, uh, we want to deal with leadership. I figured that this was a great topic, one, because I have a powerful powerhouse pastor on, on, on set with me, and I have two members of the Hype of High Praise Ministries who are leaders who just finished the leadership series that I taught, and I figured this, what a great way to start off this particular episode by talking about leadership, and in particular, some questions arise to me, such as, let's start with, what does it mean to be a great leader? What makes one a great leader? Now y'all know this y'all this is radio. We cannot have that air on radio. That is bad radio. Even me, y'all ready. <laughs> so according to our pastor who taught a lesson, we just that would be a great servant. Mm-hmm. You 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 was really churchy with that. Uh, uh, I, what what that does it mean purpose. to be? A, what does it mean to be a great servant? See, in church you can say great <laughs> servant, and folk know what that mean. But we 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 just dealing in general. So you talking about a great servant? So I got to be a slave? What what does that mean? Be a great servant? I, I'm a, I'm your butler. I'm your maid. What am I, Alfred over here? What, what? No, <laughs> Florence. <laughs> willing to help like you know be able to help out if there's things that you see that needs to be done so you know if there's something where you know maybe the kids in in, in sunday school they need some additional help you can mm-hmm. go volunteer with that if 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 your pastor or, or someone you know that may need some assistance with with coming up with different ideas on how um maybe a certain program they want to start in the church i mean there's there's different things you know as far as being a servant or being available to help you know in with leadership uh, you hear me or no mm, okay. oh, okay. yeah that's, that's why I had, to, I had to do it I had to do a check this my other check <laughs> yeah I, you know there, there's when you talk about being a great leader um I think in some ways it it's not always objective sometimes it's subjective mm-hmm. because I personally feel that if you're a great leader there are results. Ooh, I like that. If you mm-hmm. call yourself a leader and there are no results, there's no nothing you can point to that shows that there are people that have bought into you as a leader to help you accomplish it, then maybe leadership skills aren't that great. You know, and and understand there's always a building process as a leader. Um, but if there's no evidence of your leadership, mm-hmm. then maybe you're not a great leader. If you can't inspire people, if you can't motivate, have people to buy in. Um, and uh, we don't like to talk about it, but le- a large part of leadership is personality. That's a fact. Because people buy into you as a person a lot of times more than they'll buy into you or the personality of who you are before they even buy into what you're attempting to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it works the opposite, but a lot of times, even if I see a great plan, if I'm not feeling you as a person, it makes it more difficult. I get that. I get that. So I get, I, 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 there's another reason that I did this. Falana knows me. <laughs> there's a statement that I have, I really have never made publicly that I'm going to make publicly. It's probably going to get me canceled. <laughs> so today's the day that Jesse gets canceled. All right. <laughs> Because by that logic, and there's a reason that I want to do it, because I feel like we miss it when we deal with leadership, because we have this this view, whether you're talking spiritually or naturally, in the church, out of the church, we have this view that misses the boat on great leadership. And a lot of what you said keys into it. So by your logic and my own, uh, that means that Hitler was a great leader. He was. And people hate to say that. I, 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 he, he was one of the greatest leaders. Of, he was a horrible person. So for all y'all, don't we're not saying he was a great person. However, I've always felt like if people took the time to study what this man did, aside from the atrocities, mm-hmm. we would be able to cultivate greater leaders. This is a man who decided, I want to eradicate an entire group of people and make a group of people that I don't fit. I want blonde haired, blue eyed white folks and I'm a brown haired, black eyed white man who's not who, who, who has Jewish ties. I want non-homosexuals everywhere and it's rumored that I'm gay and I'm going to get everybody to follow me and nobody said, hey wait a second Hitler you don't really fit what you're doing. Yet everybody followed. He had an entire country ready to die for him. Right. Yet we as ch- we in church can't get people to give a dollar. Right. And, and a lot of that goes into when you have great leadership on you, what direction will you take it? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we can look at even in the church world, there are people who have great leaders. They're, they're great leaders, but it's perverted leadership. Mm. That's it's, it. It's not... A, a, a godly righteous leadership mm-hmm. so there are people who are blessed to be great leaders but if you are self-centered or not about people are a servant like we talked about then you're then you lead people down a certain path because you have like hitler talking about him he had a great ability to persuade people and as mm-hmm. a leader getting buy-in i like to call it is key. So if you get people to buy in, they will drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they will follow behind. And, and you know, it's crazy because you have people who are genuine leaders, who are great leaders that have difficulty getting people to follow their leadership. And it seems like people that's talking crazy and doing oh, wild stuff, people will people. write over million dollar checks, mm-hmm. sacrifice all kind of stuff to follow behind foolishness. Me and Pastor Jay Jordan, we say this all the time, halfway jokingly, we say, what are we doing wrong? (laughs) Like, there are a thousand church pimps, either one of us could name off of the top of our head, and a whole lot of y'all down here in Atlanta, um, who just have no substance have no authority, no anointing, no word, nothing, but yet are in mega buildings with millions of dollars as a budget. And my boy, Pastor JC, he has, he has a project out in East Point where he's been trying to get a community center out there. 
And he couldn't get people to give $25,000 total. He did a drive for four months. Even had favor with the guy who was going to sell him the building. And they extended the sale, the, the, uh, the deadline three times. And he still couldn't get the money to get it. Yet these jokers over here stand up and God said that yogurt is good. And here come all this money. I'm like, what is... What are we doing wrong? It don't so, make no sense. So th this is not a popular opinion. <laughs> but there are three things that I've realized in studying. I was just having this conversation with um, one of my spiritual mentors. Is people love abuse. Mm -hmm. They love toxicity. And they love trauma. As much as we talk about not wanting it and mm -hmm. no toxicity. There, there are people who will have leaders talk about them up and down discredit them disparage them and they will follow behind even harder and people know the 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 uh, reputation and they'll have a packed out church every week with thousands of people and people will give into it just to get beat up mm -hmm. just to get talked about just mm -hmm. to have this toxic relationship that we always say we don't want but when you have leaders especially in the church that are loving and caring and are really concerned it's like, no, nah, we don't want that over here. We want to be, we want the abuse over here. Then, so what you're saying is, I need to start abusing some of y'all. So that's what. So y'all heard. So when y'all see me abusing y'all, y'all heard it here. That's what I gotta do. Doing that. <laughs> right. Due to the fact that uh, I can tell you for these two members of your leadership, yeah. due to the fact that we half hood and half holy. Period. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a whole situation. <laughs> Y'all can bring y'all's half hood, half holy self over to me. That's okay. The half hood and half holy folk get hit with chairs too. It's hard. Uh. But why do y'all think it's that way though? Like, why do you think, you know, when it comes to leadership, if I was mean or, or, or always in your face or always, you know, that people will respect you more or they'll gravitate to you more or want, you know what I mean? Like, why do you think people... Are that way because we don't have healthy relationships, yeah. I was just about to say that. Like, <laughs> I have a whole different take, so I'll let y'all go first. And I'm gonna jump in. Go ahead. So, like, I, I was I was engaged to this guy once, and he had a baby mama, and there was a whole incident between me, her, and him. And she was like, I don't understand that. Like, how could you be with him? How could you be with a man who ain't put his hands on you? Because that's how you know he truly loves you. And I was like, I was like, pause, time out in the middle of this three fight, this fight going on right here. Um, what? I'm like, sweetie, you you are very traumatized. I don't know who did it. I don't know if he did who it. You? <laughs> or, right, I, I'm like, I don't know if he did it or this is all the relationships or you grew up in this kind of environment in your home. I said, but that's not normal. No, it's not normal. That's not normal. But we take that. So if you think about the church is like 90% women mm -hmm. at this point, especially the African-American church is 90% women. So if they are coming from these traumatized households, like, and they grew up in that kind of a toxic environment and it become acceptable on some kind of level, mm -hmm. then wouldn't it be like, it's kind of an easy conversion into, oh, this is just another guy traumatized. It makes sense. It's comfortable. Wow. Since you said relationship, I'm gonna let you go to because I, I I got a whole whole it, it, a different take. I agree, but I got a different take. But I, I want to hear y'all's first. Yeah, no, I, I just mean that uh, not everybody, but there are those who have had bad parental relationships, mm -hmm. 
absent fathers or not good relationships with fathers. You know, it was back and forth with mothers, siblings, boyfriends, girlfriends, your friends, even friendships. Your friends one day, not friends another day. And so what happens over a period of time, I believe if we don't really deal with those things mm-hmm. and really allow ourselves to heal. We just move from one bad relationship to the next. So it carries over into who we decide to submit to as a leader because it's a comfortable spirit. Okay. So if I have dealt with an abusive person or abusive relationship or people who don't know how to talk to me, if I have a leader who talks to me the same way, I can deal with that because I don't know how to properly be loved. So <laughs> mm-hmm. if somebody's genuinely loving, caring, and wants the best for me, I'm like, what's the catch? Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations like that where people will look and like, what's the catch? They, they can't genuinely just want the best for me. They can't genuinely love me. Mm-hmm. It got to be something else. But if they see you blatantly disrespectful, they're, at least I know what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think Yvette made a really good point. I was just ready to go to her, but go oh, ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You that, need hope. That, that people think that suffering is a part of salvation. I was like, look, Jesus did that one time. You act like he walked around all the time, all his 33 years of life, getting beat up, beat down, mm-hmm. verbally abused. He didn't do that. What is wrong with you people? He did it one time. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to go to her where she said most people cannot recognize love. Yeah. Because um, I do believe that suffering is a part of salvation, just not the way that we portray it. Um, we think that sal- the salvation walk has got to be this nice, hunky-dory, beautiful bed of roses type stuff. And that's not true. There's going to be suffering, but the suffering that you take, that you get, is not supposed to come from in the house. Mm-hmm. Although, it was church folk that crucified Jesus and beat the mess out of him. So, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. <laughs> For me, however, when I deal with, um, in terms of why I think that is, for me, especially in the black church, it's because we have not gotten past the slave mentality. I agree. I can we that. are used to the abuse. We are, that's all we really know. The hard task. The, yeah, if, it's, if it's not hard, we don't know it. You, uh, so I'll, I'll put it like this. When, when in my home church where I was growing up, Church in the Round, Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, shout out Bishop Melvin, Eugene Clark. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> um, so one of the things that when he first started, right, he came up well, well, years before I was born, like decades before I was born. So I'm telling this third hand. I'd heard about this, and this, uh, but it came up from uh, Norfolk, West Norfolk, Virginia. And when he got there, he was a guy who was not about the uh, preachers and the all always have to be all black and and in the dark dreary, dreary type stuff. And because mm-hmm. like we're talking like the '60s and say the big Undertaker brim hat type stuff driving a Cadillac and he didn't want none of that. So first thing he did was, oh, I'm I'm wearing a white suit and I'm I'm gonna have white shoes on. And I'm gonna have a, a a car that has color. And I'm gonna come and I'm gonna smile. And people were like, what is wrong with you? That's not how that's not how this walk goes. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be suffering. You're supposed to be in drab. You're, that's what we're used to. But I've I, I've been to enough white churches in my lifetime now I can say that's not how they operate. Mm-mm. At least the one, not from my experience. Now, there may be some, but the ones I've been to, that's not how they operate. The pastors are normally friendly, and they're shaking hands and kissing babies, and everybody seems like they're a community. And we get over to our church, and it's, you're going to hell all the time. And, and that's, that's kind of the, thing, <laughs> the kind of vibe that we give. 
because we have not gotten past that slave master slave mentality of this walk and so everything we we see comes through that spectrum we really haven't been delivered from it and the the messed up part is we we take that and we pass that down generation after generation after generation after generation never teaching anyone what real love is and what it means to have these type of healthy relationships and healthy type of aspects of leadership healthy type of aspects of marriage because that also goes into marriage now because now you get husbands who don't know how to how to deal with a submissive wife and a submissive wife doesn't know how or wife doesn't know how to submit to her husband because the husband all he knows is being authoritarian and abusing this stuff and it's, and the wife all she knows is back talk and not being it's it's all because we have not gotten past that that first thing of slavery in this country for us I don't see that in, in any other culture, including in Africans, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like genuine Africans, they don't really typically, the churches I've seen in them, they don't have that kind of issue either. There's a lot of freedom there. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of freedom. Not with us, though. We will smack a kid raw if they look at the pulpit wrong. <laughs> let alone, do, let alone you know, just be free and wave a flag or run. Come on now. So for me, that's, that's, the, to that, that's where I feel like it comes from. It comes from that type of of aspect and because we just don't want to get past it it's not even a matter of we can't get past it we like it now we like what we're used to and we don't want to change it you get bring in a pat i'll use myself uh y'all know how i teach mm-hmm. i'm a teacher mm-hmm. i don't hoop i don't scream i ain't walking nobody's benches <laughs> i'm not putting my hand behind my ear I ain't doing none of that. That's not what I do. Never, never, never. <laughs> now you catch me on a good down. I made, but, it, <laughs> but it's you know. <laughs> and, and and the gym, if, if that's in you, there's nothing, and there's substance behind it. There's nothing wrong with it. But for me, I'm a teaching pastor. I go to some of these black churches, and when I hear I'm a teaching preacher, they're like, "So, so, so you ain't gonna hoop or nothing?" No. And I've had I, at my first young adult conference. <laughs> I got uh, I, I did a young adult conference in Columbus, Ohio, and it was my turn up. As I was closing out the conference, we were dealing with identity and purpose, right? And I started, and now I have a a a sound, I guess, to my voice. It sounds like I'm getting ready to hoop, but I'm never getting ready to hoop. <laughs> and it was at the beginning of it, so I'm like, "Praise the Lord, everybody! Come on, praise the Lord, everybody! For God is great, and great that you praise." All right, we're gonna deal with identity, and so if you don't know who it is that God, and I heard this dude on. So hold on, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he got mad at me because I told him I don't do that. And so when I turned my back, I went three more sentences in, and he hit it again. I said, "Dude, I don't hoop. This is not what I do. I teach. I give definitions. I give. I'm coming to high praise ministries. I come into school. I, this is how it's going. This is how this. But you're a college for yourself, right? <laughs> and a lot of these other places, they can't. Not even that they don't want to, they just they they nothing that they, they can't, they just don't want to hear solid teaching. And again, it's because it's a matter of we like what we like, and we never want to do anything different because that's just how we're stuck. So the church ain't changing and a lot or doesn't seem like it wants to change, and people don't are aren't gonna necessarily change with it because this is what we like. It's 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 time out to stop saying that you know this is something that's honest. No, you like it. You like getting screamed at and yelled at and verbally dressed down across the pulpit or in in areas of leadership. You you, you like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think because when you have a lot of say seasoned churches and the members are say what kind of season we use? We talking okay. we're talking Laurie's, we, we're talking we talking Pepper, but what kind of 
I'm just, I'm just asking. Just want to know. Old school we onion powder. Old school. <laughs> you can't have no onion powder. You will I know, die. That's why I'm talking, doing it. Talking old school, old school. Some, some, and, and I know I'm a youngin, but just being in church and being around certain people, you know, a lot of the older ones, like you said, they were taught a certain way. You had to fear. It was like a fear was placed in you when mm-hmm. you came to the pastor. You know, you didn't question God. You don't question your pastor. Like, it was one of those things. And it was like a reverence, but it was in fear to where they felt like they had it had to be a certain way. Because mm-hmm. if not, it would be re- repercussions at home. Like, certain things. Like, my great-grandmother was a school teacher. My mom's grandma. And she was very, but she was a school teacher. Mm-hmm. So, and she came from the South. So it's one of those things where I feel like in that regard, even though now think you they want things to change because you got some new some of us is mm-hmm, <laughs> who mm-hmm. are a little bit more we know who we are. We're coming into our own. We're more free in it. Mm-hmm. They see it, but they don't they don't want us to be that way because they feel like, hold on, that's not how we worship God around here. That's not how we that's not how we reverence God around here. You got to do it this way. Mm. Well, it's like, no, you don't. You can actually do it this way and be free in it. So that's just right. my take. I yeah. was amazed at like some of the reflections when people, after I taught um, my last message, and they was like, so let me get this straight. Reverence isn't fear. Like I had never heard that. I was like, wait. Because you think it's fear. Like you've been taught, like certain things you've been taught as a kid, like in order for you to be, to show reverence or honor, it's a fear that comes with it as well. And I'm mm-hmm. like, does it have to be that way? But you, a lot of times you're taught that like that. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, like even when you think about old school church, especially in the black church, that was, it, that fear came in. Like if you were a woman and you crossed the threshold of the church in some pants, it was like you would get struck down by lightning because yeah. you had no reverence for the house of God. It was so you had you don't have a fear of God like you couldn't do that. Like have us on pants and don't have no lipstick on. Definitely no pants. Lipstick and nail polish. or pink. Mm-hmm. Anything don't do nothing. Lipstick at all. Nails because mm-hmm. I grew up Church of God in Christ. So lipstick at all. Nails at all. Uh, hooped earrings. You can have the studs. Can have the big hoops. Uh, if you if you had pantyhose on. Oh, mm-hmm. just naked. Yeah, not not just pantyhose. <laughs> you also had to have a slip on. Your, oh, your dress had to be slip. past the knee. <laughs> yeah, all of that. You couldn't have the skirt. Had dress had to be past the knee. Mm-hmm. You could your, your your all your shirts had to be here about maybe about this much. That's about it. You couldn't show shoulder. Like it was a whole bunch of craziness. And I and I got old. And I started thinking about myself. So what does that have to do with salvation? I don't recall any of this to have to do with salvation. I don't I don't, I don't understand. Uh, so so Jesus doesn't like fashion? I don't... I remember the first time, like, I had, I, I like, so I didn't grow up in church. I, I come from, you know... You were so blessed. I, I come from very much a heathen background. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up in church. So by the time I got to church, like, I got saved at 19. So, like, I, I got to, we started going to church. Like, my best friend took me to church, and she was like, she was like, okay, so... Now, like, you will wear your skirt and then try to make sure you dressed appropriately. I was like, some of my skirts are not appropriate. <laughs> some of my skirts ain't are not meant to be appropriate. I was like, so what What does this mean? And she was like, well, we just don't do that. And I was like, but, but why? I was like, what is the difference? So I wear a skirt that I can just do this. <laughs> or I can wear pants where you can't see nothing. Make it make sense. She was like, well, we just don't do that. I said, but please make it make sense to me, though. Why? And she never did explain why. I was like, "Look, I don't trust that." I was like, I, "This that like 
those those subtle things I could just never get on board with. And then like by the time I got like really started trying to like do this, I'm like, why? Because I came, I got saved Baptist. I'm like, why can't the woman? Why is the woman never here? There was like a special podium mm-hmm. over there, and then she would come up and she would speak, or like even if she was teaching like Sunday school or something, she would do it over there. She was never allowed here. Uh, I never. was like. And I, when I asked the question, I'm like, why does, because women just, we don't disrespect God in his house. I was like, but what's disrespectful? He made me. I don't understand. Yeah. Please tell me answers that actually, like, is this in the Bible somewhere right. that I can't see that? <laughs> like, right. at least give me something. Right. Yeah, and, the, and one was never preaching. She was speaking. Yes. Right. 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 Speaking. You know, our, our inspirational message. Literally, then, that's where I stole it from when, when I was running from this. Because I ran for a while. I used to tell folks, I don't preach. I'm a speaker. I'm just speaking. I'm not preaching it. I'm just speaking. And JC, you're hilarious. JC said, it's talking about my shirt. Said I, I got on one of them shirts like, like people were under their football uniforms. <laughs> you will leave my official high praise ministries authentic gear alone that's available at zazzle.com backslash DA underscore REV. You're going to leave it alone. No, I'm, I'm going to get that cheap plug. Listen. Listen. He just he just mad right now because I ain't got no shirts in his side, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but th- this is this is what it, it it it's it's those things that that baffle me in terms of of how we operate and how we choose to continue to operate. I'm wondering when are we gonna learn? Because the truth of the matter is, if you take most of those abusive type settings, even from the past all the way up to now, how many of them work? How many of them have real, legitimate legacies that are, go beyond the length of time the building has been erected? They typically don't, unless someone takes on the mantle of abuse. Yeah. And understands the psychology of the leader they came up under. Mm-hmm. But most of them, whatever they have, dies with them. The church scatters, the people scatter because the personality no longer exists in that environment. But it's very rare. There are a few who understand and can carry on, but most of them don't carry on beyond that person. And for me, that's what makes it bad leadership. Because, again, uh, I love to call him the anointed midget. Uh, (laughs) It's my favorite name for him. Uh, Dr. Curtis Lewis, he's no longer with us, but he was a powerful, outstanding Man of God, an outstanding praise and worship leader, outstanding psalmist, the whole nine. And he taught me something really early. He used to always say, success is not success without a successor. And so I take that and I'm like, so all of these other places, all these other churches, all these other pastors, all these other leaders, where it dies with you, you're not successful. If the ministry stops with you, was it really ministry? And, and, and the, the, mm-hmm. I'll say, speaking of the black church, because that's what I'm most familiar with, mm-hmm. we have a problem with succession. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, so sure. it is been, it's detrimental because most churches, like we said, can't um, live beyond a leader because there's no succession place in, you know, plan in place. I happen to be a beneficiary of succession Mm -hmm. and there were very deliberate conversations, even though I didn't know succession was coming when it was coming, but that was one of the things we've always talked about. And I've seen more churches 
I think now have succession plans. You see leaders passing on their ministries while they're still alive, while they're still functioning. Because, you know, back in the day, the, the leader would be 90 years old, can barely pre- he's still going to be the pastor. Mm-hmm. He's not giving up leadership. He's not passing it on to the detriment of the ministry. But a large part of that is that there's this David Saul thing that prevents succession from happening. What is that? I, I have this leadership and it's all about me. And I know this next person is anointed for leadership. I see it on them. But because of popularity and because I'm now threatened by them, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to nurture them to be a great leader. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thinking about succession because I don't want you doing better than me. It's the me show right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like not give you the tools because what I want you to do is for everybody to be like, oh, he's he's okay, but he ain't like such and such. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. have a lot of that. And so what has happened, when we talk about leadership, when you talk about succession, what has happened is that you have we have ill-prepared leaders that now step into a role that they have not been properly trained and mentored into because they served under a saw. And so either they do one of two things, either that leader snuffs the life out of them mm-hmm. and the light goes out. I've seen it. Me too. It goes out or they get so frustrated because they know what's in them that they step out prematurely and ca- cause a mess because like, I know God called me to this. So as opposed to getting with somebody who's going to groom them and help them, it's like, look, you ain't going to, you ain't going to hold back what God had for me. God called me to pastor. So now I'm going to start my own church because you're trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. And so we have two of those things going on, but succession is necessary in understanding who's next is good leadership. Mm-hmm. And I've served in a ministry where it was not personality driven, you know, and that grooming and that thing happened without me even knowing. So then it was one day it was like, hey, um, I'm stepping down, you the pastor kind of thing. Will you be the pastor? <laughs> like, it was that thing. But there was also training and grooming that was happening for years that I don't think either one of us really realized. And we had succession conversations about how the black church suffers from not having succession. But the conversation was having me. Like, I've taken this as far as I can take it. I'm not going to hold on to it. There's other things that I need to do. Is now being passed to you to take it where it needs to go from here. That, and it's rare. That also to me goes into purpose. And I'm trying not to go too too long on, on this, but this is, I, I love topics like this when they when they get like this. Um, that goes also into purpose. Part of the reason that, that people hold on to it, and you call it the Saul David, uh, I deal I call it the Joshua Moses uh, scenario. The reason I say it that way is because when when in the early two thousands God started to speak to me about the Joshua generation long before it was a popular phrase to say. Uh, and he was saying to me, and it, the way he did it messed me up. I still haven't forgiven God for this. I'm asleep. And in my sleep, I keep hearing, Joshua, my servant is dead. Joshua, my servant is dead. My oldest brother's name is Joshua. So I jump up like, whoa, 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 whoa. What you mean? What you mean my brother's dead? Hold on. What you, what you trying to tell me? No, no. He said, go, go. To Joshua chapter one, and everywhere you see Moses, insert Joshua. I said, okay. So I started to read it, and for those who don't know, Moses chapter or Joshua chapter one is where they talk about Moses dying and him being dead. Now Joshua asserting, 
And God kept saying to me, the problem with the church right now is you've missed an entire move of God. Mm. I said, what do you mean? He said, right now, everybody's dealing with the Joshua generation. And I've transitioned and moved to the Davidic kingship generation. I said, what are you talking about? He said, everybody is looking at going in and possessing the land. And I don't want you to possess the land no more. I want you to rule over the land. Mm. Kings rule. But we miss that because... We have people who are not willing to step aside when it's their time to step aside. I said, okay, God, so how does this happen? Because I'm always a why person. He began to show me the way, the reason that it happens is because people like in the Moses generation, they didn't get their start till they were in their 60s. So now they're 70 going on 80 when they should have already well retired or well stopped. They're like, I'm just hitting my stride. Mm -hmm. So now these 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds who are supposed to take up the mantle, they get held to their 60 or 70. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, I just got here. There's no way I'm giving this up. And right. that's the cycle. It's, it's, right. uh, it's uh, not only I just want to hold on to it, it's I got started late. So I'm holding mm -hmm. everybody right. back. Until I can get what I need to get out of this. Right. And and that's a very valid point. Because there's a couple of organizations that I can think of that I won't say the name of. But I believe what's hindering now is that when it comes to leadership, everyone is 70, 80. They won't uh, put anybody in position. Yep. I'm talking about even 50. Mm -hmm. 50's too young. Oh, you're too young to be in leadership. 40 and 30. So now you have these 20 and 30 year olds who have this these great minds mm -hmm. and see the world how it is and say, oh, I can see how we can advance this to now appeal to this age and this generation. And they aren't given the opportunity because you have those, like I said, that are 70, 80, 90 sometimes, and they will not move out of the way. They don't want to put anybody else in place. And then, unfortunately, it's causing some of parts of the church to fade off because... It's like, well, this this ain't me because mm -hmm. it worked in the 70s. That was a different mm -hmm. a whole different time, day. Right? Yep. So what you were doing, it spoke to those and they were young. So you understand that that worked for you in the 70s and the 80s. Some churches, if you walk into today, it still feel like 1981. Mm hmm. Like you go into a you go into a time warp. Yep. You're like, did I I've been there, did yep. I go on the time machine? But it's like, you know, the Lord the same yesterday, today, forever. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. But the methods and yes. how we do things have always Change. changed from the beginning of time. It has never stayed the same. The church is a living organism. Yes, mm -hmm. And the living organism always changes, grows, develops, expands. And we're trying to confine what we do into 1981. And the thing of it is, is because the world takes its cue from the church. This is why we have an almost dead president. Two presidents in a row now. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was like 70, almost 80 something on his deathbed. They're like the same age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, now, I think, I think Biden's like four years older or so, something like that. He's a little older than him. They're, they're close. Yeah, they're close. But then there's also Bernie Sanders who was running, who was mm -hmm. three steps away from the grave. Hillary Clinton who was, who's on her way close. Like, we just keep getting older and older because these people have never gotten their shot. That's why Barack Obama was so that people were like the oh, fresh air. Oh, they were like, oh, but he can't do he because he ain't even lived in. I'm like, this dude is over 40. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Trump is 76 and Biden's 79. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Biden right now on record is the oldest president we've ever had. Wow. Right. And then you think about now, uh, President Obama is 61, just 61 now. Mm-hmm. This is this this is what we we the church have perpetuated this. We started this. There's a there's a preacher I know, I won't say his name, but there's a preacher I know right now that if it were not due to illness, he would preach more consistently his church, even though the man preaches in a diaper. Wow. Let that sink in. My one of the former churches I belong to, literally the pastor died in the pulpit. He, 14 ministers on staff, he died in the pulpit. He said he was, and he did it. He literally, one Sunday morning, died in the middle of service. 14 young ministers he was training. None of them became the pastor. They went out and got another individual and replaced them. And so those 14 who had sat there being trained, and I can speak for one of them, he was like enough is enough, and he just left. See, that's an issue too. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's something I don't get. If you if you are blessed enough to have a leader that is 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 that believes in training a successor, and something happens, and you've been there, mm-hmm. you've been there, you know how everything flows and functions, and then they bring in an outside mm-hmm. that makes you feel some type of way because you're like, hold on now, we've I've been, been here. here. And we know how this goes, and we've been getting trained. Whomever out of the 14 of us is going to take over, but it's just mm-hmm. a simple fact that we've been here. You go out, that says a lot. That does. That does say See, a lot. There, there's a couple of things. And one, I'm just hit it because it's a whole other topic. One main reason, especially in the black church, you know why these pastors will preach and pastor till the 80, 90? Because they have no retirement. They have no financial planning. Mm-hmm. If they stop that's pastoring, true. True they cannot live. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. So that's a whole nother. I'm going to just hit that <laughs> and leave it alone. But that is Drop a strong reason. Absolutely. And you know what? Since you did it that way, this is a great place to take a quick commercial break. So... Facebook, don't even worry about it. It's not going to be a real break because I'm not on. I'm not on stream, y'all. But I'm gonna edit that in for the YouTube channel. But we'll be right back after these messages. If J- if if JC was here, he'd say after these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we back? We back. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I love this next topic. I love this next topic. We are gonna get into this next topic came. Uh, I won't call the name, but it was a, a friend of mine on Facebook. She know who she is. I had I, I told her I was going. It was going to be uh, a phenomenal topic to deal with, and I talked with my wife, and so she she kind of helped me expand the topic so it can be a little longer. Because I was like, if I just ask this question the way she asked it in her post, it's really going to be a yes or no answer with maybe a sentence or two. But when we expanded the way that she told that she was like, no, let's do it, do it this way. It can be more of a discussion. So I want to talk about since we are since I since I think we want to go on from leadership to toxic leadership. Let's talk about toxic families, um, <laughs> toxic families, and family disrespect. Lord have mercy. <laughs> a couple of ways we gonna deal with this, and I want to take our time with dealing with it. But there's a couple of ways out that we gonna deal with this. First of all. How do you deal with disrespectful family? Let, let, let's let's put some parameters around what I mean by disrespectful family. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about your siblings. 
Cause we all know how you deal with di- with disrespectful siblings. You punch them in the throat and get them, <laughs> get on with your day. I'm talking about like your mama, your auntie, your grandmama, your daddy, your grandfather, your uncle. Them ones, them ones who you were raised, especially as upstanding black people, <laughs> were raised to respect our elders. How do you deal with them when they are outright, blatantly disrespectful? Here's the second part of the rub, especially now that we're in the holiday season. Because this is the time frame when everybody, when a lot of families are getting together and doing the family thing. And now you got to see this disrespectful so-and-so. How you deal with that? Oh, nothing like Thanksgiving Day toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> Just tread lightly, boy. Just tread lightly. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Um, experienced some, some, some issues in the past. Mm-hmm. And how it was handled was very... Um, it, it, it was it was handled the way it needed to be um however and things like that you just try to keep the peace you just try hey how you doing such so so hey auntie so and so hey mom hey dad hey you know you try to just keep it real because everybody else is around mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you try to you, tr- you try to be the the, the, the level-headed one and keep everything kind of here because you already feel it's kind of tight mm-hmm. like you can't you trying to you can't get no air in the room mm-hmm. when certain people walk in you be like oh here it go we know so and so about to come in here there's about to be some foolishness because every time they show up it's a situation so you already on guard because you know alright y'all just be ready here it comes you know one of them but you just try to keep the peace the best that you can and if you see something just try to Swerve around the corner, go in the basement, go outside on the patio, and just kind of stay your distance a little bit. Just stay your distance a little bit. So I'm gonna save you because I know how you deal with it. <laughs> how, 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 how you do? How you know, you it. That's a hard question for me because not that my family's perfect, but I haven't really had that scenario. All the more, all the more yes. fun. <laughs> so it, you get to imagine. But I will say this though: that I think blessing. that understanding what you can take mm-hmm. and and who you can take. I always say this: certain people I can take in small doses. I know that's right. Yes, so sir. I'm yes. going to be cordial. However, I'm not going to subject myself to that person very long. Like I can, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Like I said, and then maneuver, figure, figure That's out right. how to. You over there, I'm over here. Never the two shall meet. You know, as much as possible, and without it getting awkward. Because I think sometimes when you try to overly compensate, it gets super awkward. Mm-hmm. And then I know this person's gonna eventually say something. <laughs> that's gonna make me be like people always tell me I may not say it but my face will, will say it your face just said a whole lot as you were talking about yeah. I was like, like oh he had a flash <laughs> he ain't got nothing but he had a flash of something of, of yeah. something <laughs> yeah so but you know I, I just think it's one of those things where people have to understand that you know when we talk about protecting our peace mm-hmm. it's like whatever is necessary you know to maintain a certain mindset and maintain peace you have to do it and forget whatever that people say well i don't understand that's uncle so-and-so or that's you know go ahead. nah we good yeah i say hey i'm not disrespectful or nothing like that but i'm gonna move around i'm gonna go ahead hey how y'all doing this evening this and that all right good to see you and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go sit down right. and sometimes you have to be like what time they coming 
Okay, they're coming at 3. Right. I'll be there from 11 to 2.45. Right. And I've seen everybody. Got to play. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. <laughs> Southside Chicago. So, <laughs> I, 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 I love my family, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm mm-hmm. one of those kind of people. I've just gotten to this place in my life, in my maturity, <laughs> that I, I, I love my family, but I come from some toxic people. <laughs> and unfortunately, I have had to deal with this way too much. So in the past, I would I'm, I was the move around. I was like, ooh, that sounds like grown folks talking. That sounds like, I don't care. I was in my 20s, 30s. That's grown folks talking. I'm going to move on. That's grown. Me in my 40s, though, I am here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for it. I had an incident at a funeral. Mm-hmm. And some family members started bringing up some old stuff. And they, 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 they brought up something kind of... <sighs> Trying not to Breathe. say the subject. Mm-hmm. So they brought up something that happened in the past to a minor in the mm-hmm. family. And they made it seem like it was the minor's fault. And mm-hmm. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because it seems like, and I watched this person's spirit diminish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what we're not about to do, mm-hmm. what we're not about to do is group attack somebody for their trauma. So let's, because I, I'm a more elevated person, not mm-hmm. to say that I'm better than anybody. I was like, but at this day in my age, right, right, right. what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to feed that. Like we were talking about earlier, I'm not going to feed that trauma. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I said, so look, if we're going to talk about it, then let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's really address it. We're not going to address it from a 1950s point of view. We're going to address it from a, night, from a right now point of view. Right. I said, what that person did was sexual assault and child molestation. Mm-hmm. Let's, go, let's call a thing a call thing. Call it what it is, right? The person that you were talking about traumatized a child. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of y'all want to keep going with this conversation? You do? You feel like you want to keep going? Let's address some of y'all. So we're going to be talking about it. I was sitting it. up there like, Jesus. I was like, look, I'm writing in the sand. I'm like, as long as we're going to start dishing out people's trauma, let's go ahead and start airing out everybody else's trauma. Who want to go first? Who want to throw stones? Because we could do this. We could do this all day, every day. And it was kind of like, oh, wait. And then my mom, she was sitting there. She was like, she was like, babe. I was like, no. Because what we're not going to keep doing is is keeping up this cycle of trauma. I agree. We're not going to do that. The good thing about, like, we were talking about the older church. Here's the, and this this is going to sound real bad, but I mean every word of it. (laughs) The good thing about. You get those generations who perpetuated this kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. The one good thing about the pandemic is a whole bunch of them died. Mm, that's true. It's a whole bunch of them died. We had a whole bunch of older people who carried on this this kind of mentality, this 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 trauma, like ingratiating, trying to bleed into other people who have died. We no longer have to do that. We don't have to be those people because we were. Like, I want to go into a place that we can't, we ain't even got to agree with each other, mm-hmm. but we still have to, we still got to love each other and be mm-hmm. respectful to one another. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm quick to, I'm, I'm that right one. I've had to have conversations with, you know, I, I had one incident with my, my mother-in-law, God rest her soul. <coughs> and I was like, Hey, 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 we're not going to talk about the man that you gave birth to who I'm also married to. Mm-hmm. We, we, we not, I won't allow you to belittle him because first and foremost, what that does is mean that you didn't do a good job as a parent. Hmm. 
Like, and I was like, that's not no shade or nothing. So we're not going to belittle your work ethic as a parent. And he is a good man. Now, he is annoying. Yes. <laughs> I love him. I love the shade. Of Can't ever just be a loving compliment. Just gotta, you know. Right. I was like, I, gotta I, keep you on. We gotta keep you on. Right. <laughs> I was like, but he is a good man. He is a good husband. He is a good father. He is, and he is still a man who is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So what we're not gonna do is we're not gonna we're not gonna devalue this person that you created. Like that's me. Like I will. I'm, I'm the wrong person for the holiday trump. Sure. And worst case scenario, because I enjoy good family dinners. Worst case scenario, because like I said, it is my family. If we got to come to blows, I'm the first person. I'll be like, oh, is this what we doing? <laughs> half hood, I've half seen holy. It happen. Half hood, half holy. <laughs> I've, li- I've literally seen that happen before I tell mine. I, it was, I think it was Christmas. It, we were, no, it's Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had some family over at the house, which is something I don't like to do. I like to go to other folks' houses so that I can leave. <laughs> if you come to my house, then you just hear, and I got to be rude and kick people you out. Don't wanna, you people don't want to go home. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. disappear when you want to disappear. Yeah, I, you know, I just, unless I go into my room and then I get people there. Yeah, everything okay? Now leave me alone. So, um, but we had them over, and I'm sitting in the living room. We all watch TV. And Philanda and, and, and her brothers and her sister went into the kitchen. I forget why they went into the kitchen. All I know is one of the brothers said some disrespectful stuff. And my mindset was, did he just stop my wife? I know. And I started to get up and I heard Philanda in the kitchen who couldn't see me. She said, don't worry about it, baby. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing I know, she is putting everybody in the kitchen in their place loudly and then said if i got to grab a knife and get to cutting well then let's go i'm like that's 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 what i thought that's that's who i married that's what i did so when she said she she for it she for it i get it though like i get it i i can i I can agree with you saying at this age but i've always been pretty much even tempered Mm -hmm. all my life i really have so for me to get angry it takes a lot and I, I wish I had your spirit. It really do, but certain things take me to a place. Mm-hmm. Like my family knows certain things take me to a place because when you when you're just being an idiot, just a complete utter idiot for no reason, we ain't doing that. We ain't, we ain't come here for all of that. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I think sometimes you have the people in your family, they still see you as 9, 10, mm-hmm. 12. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't that. With all due respect, but this ain't that. We are grown women now, mm-hmm. grown men. We have husbands, wives, children. We we are adults in it now. And so I think some family have a tendency to still talk to you as though you seven, twelve. It's like hold up, swell up. Now I understand you. You my elder. I respect you've touched it. some nerves. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these like I, mm. I respect you as my elder and you my family and I love you despite a lot of things. However, you don't have to talk to me in such a tone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to come at me a certain way. Just talk to me. You ain't got to do all the extra. Mm. All that's not necessary. Especially looking at the last couple of years, especially with COVID, we have lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of things has, has happened. You know what I'm saying? And so people are in a very fragile, delicate space, even more so, I feel, 
you know, with just being with each other and really understanding that time as a family. Yeah. So when you have some people who still be on trash, you be like, I don't, I don't have the energy. Yeah. Like at this place in my life, I just don't have it. And I've been like that the last couple of years. I really have it. And my family knows that. And people who are close to me, they know that. I don't, I don't holler. I don't scream. But there is one thing I will do. I don't have a problem walking up on you. Mm. I've done it. <laughs> you wanna, is, there, is there a problem? There's a problem. And, I, and it ain't disrespectful or nothing like that. But it's like, hold, hold now. We ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just, just, just simmer. You on 55, I need you out of two. Because it's not about that. You get so caught up in whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You lose sight of the reason why we're here together. And some people just are who they are. Or like I say, hey, sometimes you can walk in a room and just irritate somebody else's spirit just because you are who you are. It mm-hmm. happens, absolutely. Yeah. See, see y'all, 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 are, all, all three of you, y'all are so wonderful and blessed. <laughs> and, and I love y'all. I do. <laughs> Um, in, the, in, in the illustrious words of the prophet Steve Harvey, um, he ain't through with me yet. <laughs> um, so let, 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 let me tell you how Jesse is. First of all, I've never been even tempered. Mm-hmm. I, I anger quick. I just react slow ah. because I'm a planner. Because <laughs> I want to make sure my actions hurt and stick. And so I don't want to waste this. I want to savor this moment. I want to savor this. So my anger goes into planning, and then my planning goes into action, and then my action goes into your life is ruined. Sorry, I got a quick question. Yes, ma'am. Do you look to see where the exits are just in case? Like, you need to know, like, if there's an escape route situation. But that's a whole different thing. That's because my father's crazy. So my father taught me, side note detour real quick, because she, she brought up the detour. My father, uh, I love him to pieces, miss him to death. Uh, my father was a lunatic. And I love this lunatic to pieces. So from the time I was five years old to the time I was 16, 17-ish, he was always talking about be, have situational awareness. Always be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So randomly, every week, at least two to three times a week, my dad would swing on me. Oh, yeah. From five years old, he would call my name. Hey, Jesse. I turned around. He said, watch out there now and stop. Fits right here. Would never hit. Would just stop. And say, see, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> All the time. My dad is six, was six foot two, 300 plus. Wow. And was cat-like sneaky. So he would stealth mode and sneak up on you. Never hear this big man coming. Jesse. Yes, sir. Watch out there. Oh. And all the time. So I'm extremely paranoid now. It's hard to get hard to get up on me. When he stopped, I was 16 or 17. My boy Russell was at the at the house. Miss him too. Uh, and I had te- been telling him, my dad's crazy. No one ever believed that this was happening until Russell saw it for himself. So my dad comes home. We're in the kitchen. My dad comes home. He wa- he walks past. We're getting ready to go downstairs to go to go play PlayStation. Right. So. We I forget where we've gone. We've gone to the kitchen to get something to drink or something like that. And we're on our way downstairs. I said to myself, he's going to do it. This man's going to do it. All right, here we go. I'm psyching myself up mentally because I know it's coming. My dad grabs a TV tray. No joke. Picks it up. Sneaks behind me. Hey, Jesse. I said, yes, sir. As I'm turning around, watch out there now. And this time, he was not going to stop the swing. Because by then he had taught me how to block and how to maneuver and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, you, you, you got three choices. You're going to get hit with this. 
You going to break your forearm trying to block it? Or are you going to duck? Which one are you going to do? Which one are you aware enough to let happen to you? He's going to deal with the consequences after. Oh, wow. I ducked, and he was like, you got it. And he stopped after that. Russ was like, so this is for real? This, this is really <laughs> happening? So I'm paranoid because that's so I'm always aware of not only the exits. When I go into any place crowded, I'm sizing everybody up. Who is going to be the easiest to take? Who's the hardest to take? Is the hardest person blocking a door or an exit? What do I need to get rid of them? I always have the knife closest to me. If you ever go out with me, you'll see in a restaurant, I always bring the knife into me. Even if I'm not using it, I keep it right by me. So just in case, because I can stab and I used to be able to throw knives real well. I'm that dude. I, 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 don't, I like my back to walls. I don't like my back to people. If I got my back to people, I'm constantly looking around. I got great peripheral vision. Uh, yeah, I'm that dude. So that's that portion of it. But at the same time, when it comes to these these families, so um, I'm slow to react because I really just want it. I want to hurt real bad. I want you to feel every bit uh, of all the stuff that has happened to me there that you're making me feel. <laughs> same time, I'm also quick to cut you off. Mm. I don't, I ain't got patience. I ain't got time. I've I've always been like this. I don't I don't like you. I don't like people all like that. So I can deal with you not being in my life really easy. Family or not, I, once God, especially in the spiritual sense, once God began to show me that everybody who is blood is not family. That's a real thing. Changed my life. I was like, oh, so these niggas with the, I ain't got to, oh, okay, cool. A huge portion, and they ain't never going to see this, and if they do, I don't care. A huge portion of my mama's side of the family, I don't deal with. They didn't like my daddy. They barely liked my mama. And y'all screwed me, so screw y'all. I don't care about y'all what. Y'all, y'all do what you do. Y'all who I deal with, y'all know who y'all are, love y'all, but if y'all get offended, bye. I don't care. I've gone 41 years without most of y'all in my life. I don't need you. I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm that dude. So I, I deal with toxic and disrespectful people and disrespectful family the same way I deal with anybody else. You disrespect me. You ain't ready for the mouth that I got on me. I'm going to disrespect you, and I'm going to disrespect you in a way that's going to make you cry. You're going to cry hard. This is why I don't do what my wife would hear me, JC and Jay, we go back and forth. But I let them bag on me a whole lot more than I ever bag back. And part of the reason is because once I start, I'm not stopping, and I go for the jugular. I don't go for jokes. That's me. I'm going for the white meat. If we yeah. going to do it, we're going to do, do it. it. Y'all, y'all over there kikiing and having fun and laughing, but I, but once I start, I want tears. I really don't want to joke with you. I want, I don't, do, I, I'm not that dude. So I, that's how I handled it. I, I've, I've, I've an issue with my mom. We had, we had, we had some words, and that's my mom, and I'll kill over my mama. I, to this day, she dead. I still kill over her. Play with me. But we went, we went at. I told my mom, I was like, look, I love you, but. I can go. And I was 15. Mm. This wasn't like I was a grown dude. I'm 15. Risking death. Because my mom will kill you. <laughs> Sandra Allen Jones from Staten Island, New York. She'll take your life. Beautiful little woman who can go <laughs> a sofa. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was not the one. But it, it, I felt like she had said some things that were just really out of pocket. And I'm like, yo, I, I don't need this. I can go. I, I really can. I, I I'm not I was the dude who told my mom at 12 years old when I graduate high school I'm leaving I'm never coming back I'll come to visit but I refuse to live here and it wasn't because I hate the house I hate the city 
I hate Aliquippa. I don't care. I love the team. I love some of the people there. I understand the hardship. But bump that city. That whole city can burn to the ground right now. Most of y'all I would like to see get out. Most of y'all. Not all of y'all. But most of y'all y'all can get out and be safe. But And I wouldn't care. I oh really wouldn't. I, <laughs> so I told 12 years old, I'm getting out. I ain't coming back. And I'm that person. I've always been that. I'll do it by myself. I'll be by myself. I hate to be by myself, but I'll be by myself. I got you. I don't need you. I have no need for your toxicness, your your disrespect. I'm too. I'm too. And now I'm 41. I'm I'm a I'm a 40 year a 41 year old 90 year old. I am that. I just don't care. I ain't got that kind. Of, I'm not about to sit up here and have ulcers and and and, yeah. and high blood pressure and hypertension because you disrespected me and I got to hold it. No, the devil is a lie. We gonna let this out. I'm gonna let all of this out. And then if I go too far, I'll repent later. Maybe may, may take me a couple of weeks to get to repentance because I gotta I gotta be truthful about it. <laughs> No sense of lying about it. No, like, I, no I, I didn't. No, I meant every word of it. I, I sure did. That. I meant what I said, but I know it wasn't right, so I'm trying to do better. No, I ain't trying to do better. I just want, Lord, to stop sticking these people in my face. You know who you made. <laughs> I'm trying. I listen. I want. I want to be a great example for you. But one of the ways you can help me be a great example for you is not let these people come in my face. Like, I, I my, my, one of my favorite apologies is. I'm sorry you took it that way. I meant every word I said, but I'm sorry how it affected you. But I'm not changing what I said. I meant everything I said. I just don't. I wish you weren't offended by it. But if you are, toughen up, grow up. I really don't care. Sound like a personal problem to me. So, so do you believe in it's not always what you say, but how you say? I do, I do. But that's why I make sure the 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 way I say things is very intentional. Okay. Not only the words that I say, but the way I say it. So if, if people feel offended by what I say, oftentimes I meant it that way. I really meant it for you to be offended. It's it's I had enough time to let it simmer. And, you know, <laughs> all the possibilities, mm-hmm. all the word choices, and oh, sense listen, of structures. Growing up in my house, especially with my brother Melvin, my brother Melvin is a wordsmith. And he was a dude who irritated my soul, but only because he was so doggone intelligent. Mm-hmm. This Negro, when we would play the dozens before I got really vicious with it, he would purposely use dictionary words and, and SAT words that I didn't know as insults to then make me have to go look up <laughs> what he said about me because he read the dictionary on a daily basis just to learn words and so because of him i started learning words and okay and then god showed me revelation about words and the importance of words so i, I began to really hone in on words and, and definitions and understand meanings so i said oh so i have to mean what i say so let me make sure all of my words are particularly put okay now now that i have the power behind what i say let me deal with how you catch it so my tone is going to make you catch the certain way so now let me work on being able to purposely utilize my tone. There are times in arguments I will pause for a second. She's a witness because we've gotten to some knockdown dragouts. I'll pause for a second. Not because I don't know what I'm going to say, but because I'm really trying to figure out how bad I want to hurt you with what I'm going to say and what tone I want to use. How much I love you will depend on how long that pause goes. <laughs> there are some pauses was like... And then I'll speak. And then there's some pauses I'll be like... So, like, I'm, I'm that dude. This is what I, I, I try not to get angry. I try. People, th- people think they've seen me angry. It's, it's, there's a, a quick story, and then, then I'll go to the next portion of the top because I, I like this story. She doesn't like the story too much. The movies. Um, when we were first dating, <laughs> we went to the movies and we took Ashley Woodis, right? 
I forget what movie we went to see, but we we got out the movie, and these disrespectful little teenage nigglets decided to be disrespectful. I'm grown. My daddy and my mom were disciplinarians too. I don't. I ain't got time to be playing no games with y'all little kids. As one little kid said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and so I got out the car because he didn't think I was going to get out the car. And I'm walking up on him like, I'm going to hurt you. I want you to know this in advance. I'm giving you the chance right now as I'm walking towards you to walk away. So two of his boys started walking towards him. And I'm looking at him, I'll kill all three of you. You think this is a fight. This is getting ready to be a funeral. And if it wasn't for her screaming, Jesse, get in the car. Get in the car. And me hearing the terror in her voice, not for her and really not even for concern for me. It was because Ashley was watching. Yeah. And so I got in the car and she was like, you cannot set that kind of example for Ashley. And I was like, I don't care who is watching. These little niggas need to learn respect. And what you're not going to do is disrespect. I'm the wrong one. Your actions have consequences. She said, yeah, well, so do yours. You're trying to raise someone. How can they be raised well and see that? I don't apologize for it, but I understood it. So, but that's the kind of uh, uh, personality I have in terms of how I deal with disrespectful people. You, for I'm record, coming for this you. This is why you never want to come at Ashley like she is verbally her, mm -hmm. very much so her father. And I love every bit of it. Like oh. we, we literally watch him. Jacob, we love you so much. We, we literally watch him almost go to tears, and I had to stop her. I'm like, you cannot talk to this man who says he loves you in the manner in which you are speaking. I don't Talking care up. what he say. I push him down the flight of stairs. He don't know who he dealing with. And she just began to, I was like, oh. I was like, wow, that didn't come for me. Because I'm, I'm not the kind. Toughen up. Like, I'm not the kind. Like, I can only go for so long with words. Yeah, that's also true. When she goes silent for real. Yeah, somewhere. I always tell people, I was like, by the time, if, you, if, I, if, I, if I, when I stop talking, Run. Mm -hmm. Don't walk. Run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is why we make such a great couple. <laughs> we choices aside. <laughs> we love funerals. So here's part B of this of this disrespectful family topic. This is her actual post. So when you are with someone, how do you expect your partner to handle Dealing with the disrespectful family member that's disrespectful to you. So if you cut them off, should they also be required to cut that family member off? Oh. Man. Okay, that's so a... scenario. Mm -hmm. So so my sister cusses you out. It's a whole thing. And now you can't no longer be in the room with her. Do I need to stop talking to my sister? Is he saying something like that? Well, it's kind of the reverse. So your sister cusses you out. Cusses oh, okay. your sister and you stop oh, talking I to her. Because it's your family. You talk to yeah, okay. should I should I still be because technically she's still my family, but mm -hmm. she ain't. And you can go the other way around as well, but you yeah. know. Uh yeah. I, I I just think and I may be a little different. I believe that people have their own relationships with people mm -hmm. and their own perceptions. Whereas me and a family member may not get along. They may be okay. I'm fine with that. Y'all ain't got to include me in whatever. As long as there's no blatant disrespect to me, 
You know what I'm saying? Or y'all ain't teaming up. But hey, if you want to still talk to my, you know, cousin or whatever that I don't talk to, that's fine. We just don't get along. They, it ain't saying they're a bad person. But I just feel like it's that relationship. And I, I'm not going to dictate how they interact or don't interact. I'm different. Cut them off. Uh, <laughs> and the reason I say that is because House of Pain. <laughs> you get scenarios like that. So uh, I don't know if y'all watched House of Pain or have watched. It's, it's off now, but it's on BT Plus. Um, we're gotten into the later seasons now, where Miranda and and CJ, not CJ, um, whatever the black boy's name is, um, they they're now divorced. But Miranda keeps coming around the house. Ex-wife. Why are you coming? You got your own family. Deal with your own. Like they're they're they're, they're and interestingly enough. I'm different as it relates to friends than I am family. If I cut off a friend, I don't care if you're dealing with that friend or not. But if I cut off family, you got to cut them off too. Because the, the, the depth of the disrespect that caused me to cut family off mm-hmm. has got to be something so major for me to say, you're, I'm done with you. That there's no reason that if we're trying to build together, whether we're in a relationship or we're married or whatever, we're trying to build together. There's no reason to allow this toxicness. And you see this person is a snake. How can you say that you are, you are cool with someone who has blatantly destroyed, tried to destroy me? Hmm. Okay. So for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool with, 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 with you know, everyone who, has, who, who, who deals with it. However, I just know for me. I cut off family. You can't talk to them. The only caveat is, since we're married, is if I cut off one of your family members, you can still talk to them. Just don't talk to me about you talking to them. Because that was your family first. But if if I cut off Josh and Mel, which I ain't going to do, but if I ever cut them off and I see you talking to them, we're going to have some issues. Because the, the 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 level has got to be so, it's yeah, got to be so no great man. that I, I'll cut off a friend for whatever you choose to go wrong. I might cut you off. I don't know, but family it's a, it's a whole it's a whole different level. I feel like because of when you're talking when you're talking how close family is supposed to be, whether you're talking parents or siblings or cousins or whatever, they're supposed to be. There's the assumption of a close kind of relationship that in order to cut off it's got to be big so that the person if the person that I'm trying to have a closer relationship with to go forward in life with is still dealing with them my question is well who else are you okay with being disrespectful to me hmm. now if you're trying to repair the relationship that's one thing and even then I'd rather you not do that but outside of that if you'll deal with the person who disrespected me, that I'm telling you, I'm no longer dealing with ever. Who else are you going to be okay with infiltrating and, and disrespecting and hurting me? That's just me. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. It is. It really is. Because you, you'll look at it as, okay, well, my partner is allowing, because I want to make sure I'm understanding this right. Mm-hmm. My partner is allowing. There are people to disrespect me. Mm-hmm. So, 
and it's it's okay. Maybe trying to smooth it over, or oh, it's not that bad, or you know, they just like that, or whatever, whatever. But then it goes further, and it could be like you know, some of my girlfriends, you know, if they come over and we all hanging out, all that, you know, all of that, and it's like, yo. You just let people talk to me all crazy. So then it makes me question you because it's like, mm-hmm. so you're just going to allow your family and, you know what I'm saying, your friends to disrespect me. So how do you view me? Because apparently mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't view me as any type of worth or any respect in that regard either. Because if you allow your family to come at me crazy and now you got, you know, and it goes further than that, then how do you view me? Because I'm, I'm with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Yeah, nah. Yeah, we're not gonna make any relationship if I find that you let your family and friends disrespect me. And then I, once I address it once, yeah, if it happens the second time and I don't watch you address it, I mean, I need to see you address it. If you don't, chances are we're not gonna make any relationship. The, the reality is, it shouldn't even have to be you watch the address. Yeah, I should address it immediately. Like so, again, in terms of building, when you're t- when I so let me clarify when I talk relationship. I'm not just talking boyfriend and girlfriend for the sake of being boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm talking about your if you're if you are boyfriend or girlfriend, you're building looking to be married, or you are married. Those are the kinds of relationships I'm talking about. I ain't talking about these these new age, oh we talk oh we boo boo and but babe. Yeah, I ain't talking about them. So if if I'm looking to build something with you, how can I build with you if I can't trust you to maintain the parameters we have. Mm. Disrespect is an attack. Mm. So we cool with folk just attacking me now? That that's what this is. We're 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 we're, we're okay with a infiltration attacks. I know it's my family, but we we cool with that now. That's that's what it is. You are not that hard up for friends. No. Mm. And if you are that hard up for friends, the Bible says, since we, we could be churchy, where the Bible says he who wants a friend must first show himself friendly. So go find some friends. All kinds of ways you can find friends. Jump on Facebook. Start just randomly friend requesting folk. You can find you a friend. It don't got to be the people that are set. They're right now set out to attack me. Same time, it's, it's the same mentality that I have, however, with like taking relationship business to family. Mm-hmm. Because... Whenever we make up, you still got animosity because you don't know about the makeup. You know about the fight, and all of a sudden you see us together, and you still you you weren't in how how that makeup happened. I, it's to me, it's the exact same kind of a thing. I got issues with them. You may not even understand why I have issues with them. Just know I got issues with them. I ain't dealing with them right now. So I need you to take a step back. I'm drawing a line. Hey, choose side. Which one are you gonna be? We gonna deal with them? You gonna deal with me? Because you can't do both. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, as far as I've ever gone in relationships, like, like typically you don't know that that person is trash until after we done broke up. Like it has to get to the point where I'm fed up enough with you, then I'll start to oh I'll spill some tea. I'd be like, look, so and so did this, 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 and by the way, I think he's bisexual. What? <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. For the record, she is not Damn, talking not about him, me. Not <laughs> I was saying, like, in the past, like, like, but I'm not going to, because first of all, like, look, if, if nothing else, I need to make sure that my face is covered. So it's not, not even about you. I'm not going to let you know that I'm dating some trash dude. Um, but yeah, I've just never been that person. Mm. So, like, sometimes, like, your family, 
And unfortunately, we end up in positions like this. Sometimes your family is just looking for an excuse mm-hmm. to air some stuff out. Like when I broke up with one of my exes, I swear everybody, including his mama and his stepmama, was like, look, let me tell you about him. This dude is trash. I was like, no, you wait till after we broke up. Yes, you had no business with my son. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My cousin was like, yeah, I never liked that dude. I was waiting for one time for him to just say something I felt like was slick and I was going to punch him in his mouth. But I ain't want to just like disrespect you. I'm like, whoa, whoa. My mom was like, yeah, I secretly hated him. What? (laughs) I'm like, at some point, somebody should have said something before blood was drawn. (laughs) Somebody had to say something. Do do, do you know all of her stories have ended with somebody almost (laughs) dying or hospital blood? There can be no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we do. It's Pastor, are right. you praying for me? This, this is what I live with. Are you praying for me? I need. <laughs> no fault. You the one told me I need to study the word. It's your fault. <laughs> I thought studying the word would keep, would let you be less violent. She, she found a way to justify it. Jesus. It's in the word. It's in the word. It's in the word. But I, I've also had situations where I was the. Um, so me and my daughter's biological father, we. By the time I was done with the relationship, I was like really done with the relationship. But we had a child. So guess what? We still family. Mm-hmm. Me and you are not together, but we are family because you decided to bring this person into the world. So I ain't going nowhere as long as she wants a relationship with her family. So I was that chick. I would show up. <laughs> like he was like, you in Chicago? I was like, yeah, I'm in Chicago with your granddaughter. I mean, with your daughter visiting her grandmother. You at my mama's house? Yes. You ain't even had this conversation with me? I don't need to. Mm. I don't need to. I feel like I really don't. Like, I've always been that person. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, look, no. This this is her family. Right. This ain't even about me. Trust and believe. It's, I don't, it ain't us. It is not an us thing. It's mm-hmm. not. It's, it's about the baby. This yeah. is her family. I He was in jail, and I went to go to his baby mama because he had, he had gotten another girl pregnant afterwards. I was like, hey, look. And to this day, I call her my sister baby mama. <laughs> I'm like, look, we got kids <laughs> by him. Our kids are siblings. They are sisters. At the time, it was just the two of them. They are sisters. So we could not like each other. We both know the real, the reality of the situation about what happened with the three of us because it happened at the same time. I said, we all understand that. I said, but we grown. Right. And so this is her family. You are her family. And therefore, we are all family. And we will get along together. I, 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 lo- I love the, the veil threat <laughs> We will get along together We did We went to the as park if, As if there's an or else at the end of it There was no or else we It will. didn't have to be No it didn't <laughs> have to be It was period <laughs> Right <laughs> But that, that's the type of situation is also very very different That goes to me more to uh, Where I'm okay with, with, with uh, uh, Micah's point of view Where it's You have your own relationship And mm-hmm. it's because There's now a child involved the child can have the relate because the the child needs that that attachment that understanding of, of, of family. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about grown folk though. Grown folk, if you're grown, you don't need that kind of attachment mm-hmm. to my family, nor do I yours. Oh, like to this, like after she turned eighteen, I was like, yeah, do what you want. Have, I wanted you to make sure that you knew that this is a part of this is a part of your DNA and this is who you came from. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I no longer have to step in. If I have to step in, typically it is because someone has disrespected her to a level that may require prayer or hands. Either or. <laughs> she loves either, giving them both. Either or. Like, because uh, me, me and her biological father, we had an incident. He was like, you know, he said some stuff that he had no business saying, like disrespectful to her. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I know she grown. She got a phone for her own. She can talk to you. I said, what you're not going to do, what you're not going to do is disrespect her at all. Mm-hmm. And I read him. Talked about <laughs> I was like, and now say something else. Say something else. I was like, because I'm not the one. I told you I was not like any of these other chicks you've ever been with. I'm not the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I will air all of your business out. Mm-hmm. I was like, trust and believe. I still pew, got some. Pew, <laughs> pew. pew. <laughs> I, got, I got some more in the trunk. What you want to do? Would you want to do this? Like, for pew. right. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> Y'all know she blind. She can't see. So she going to shoot. She shoot. She shoot everything <laughs> and everybody. I used to be a lot better, though. This It's this older age. Gonna spread a block. Right. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm just uh, Look, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to do like um, um, like Michael K. Williams did in in uh, The Wire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you warning. Once I show up on the block, you don't want to get shot. Go inside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I just, I just truly believe that I really, like, I, 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 I really believe that there is a line. As long as we trying to build, mm-hmm. it's got to be us first. It, it legitimately does. If it can't, if it's not us first, like, you know, it's gotta be gang, gang. Right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta protect your house first. And, you know, I've learned that you have to make sure y'all here. And really understand, like, yo, I got you, you got me. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things, and I agree about having boundaries and, and really being in line with one another. Somebody get out of pocket, like, oh, we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Like, you know, I'm in a relationship. Somebody stepped to my dude all kind of crazy. Hold, wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. We ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to have that understanding with one another because if you are trying to build, you really got to make sure y'all tight the before any, yes y'all got to be tight your house really y'all got to be tight because who, anything else outside if it ain't lining up with what y'all really trying to have going on it's gonna be a problem mm-hmm. flat out family included it, it don't matter friend family mother it, it it'll always be some type of something so y'all really have to be locked in mm-hmm. y'all really got to be locked in let, let me add one last addendum before before we go to the banter. It, it hit me as you were talking. I like this one. So, if your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, relationship person, uh, if they're wrong, do you still defend them or do you side with family? Mm-mm. I'm gonna check that. Yeah, if you roll, you roll. But I, I, I feel like you address it not in front of everybody. That's what I would like. For. Later on, get in the car at the house. You like, you know, I get it. I don't want to like overstep. You know, in that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. But however, you know, you're wrong, right? You know, this X Y Z. Like you could have handled that better. I think you need to apologize. Whatever. I think that's it's all in the way of handling it. And I think when you understand your partner. 
then you got to kind of like view it, make sure they don't go too far. Like, hey, don't go to the trunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then later on, just like, hey, you know, let's talk about this. And I think that's where you where you have that trust in each other, yes. where they're going to listen and be like, you know what, maybe I was. And, and that's something I think is also a tremendous lost art. And I'll tell you why that why you sparked that when you when you kept saying gang gang. I was starting thinking about. It. I was like, in a gang, I'm fighting for you, regardless. Mm-hmm. And then typically, if you wrong, once all of this is over, mm-hmm. now let me just, look. Now you just got me into a fight. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily. I need to get into. And this is your fault. You was absolutely wrong. Now, you need to go back and apologize or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm, I started thinking about that. And I was like, well, I, I almost want to go back to the old time. Not in practice because they was, they was nasty. Just nasty. But, the, but there's a mentality behind it. It was more so your name had more weight to it. Yep. You were, yep. We would be the House of Jones. Mm-hmm. And so everybody under the House of Jones was guarded and protected by the House of Jones regardless as to what was going on. Anything outside the House of Jones could be considered an enemy. And once that enemy was dealt with, yo, Everybody knew. you made me go to war over this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to war with for you. But yo, you need to chill because I can't keep doing this. Like it's got to, to me, that's part of building like. Especially when you when you deal in terms of marriage, like the the whole principle of uh, uh, forsake all others and cleave only, we we deal with in terms of of extramarital affairs and stuff like that. But legitimately, it's everybody else who's not you two comes second. Everybody, mama, daddy, brother, friend, all of them come second to your spouse. So I got an obligation. To defend you like I defend me. Mm-hmm. I got an obligation to fight for you like I would fight for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about y'all. Maybe I'm just still immature and still trying to get you know get a little better. But there are some arguments that I have gotten into midway through the argument. I realize I'm wrong. But I'm going to go ahead and finish this argument out because I'm already too deep in it. I'll come back and apologize later. But we, I got to finish this argument out first because... You know, even while I was wrong, you said some stuff that made me mad. So we're going to keep this argument going. And then when we stop arguing, I'm going to wait about five minutes until you know what? I was wrong. My bad. Like, I feel like <laughs> that, that, is all, that that should also kind of be the mentality. I can see even if in the disrespect, you was wrong. But what you ain't going to do is talk to... No, no, hold on. We, we, no, no, no. We, not, you're not disrespecting it because when you disrespect her, you disrespect me, and I don't tolerate disrespect. So what we gonna do? We gonna calm, calm this stuff down. Mm-hmm. You need to take a step back. We gonna go. No, baby, why'd you do that? I, I need you to go back. That's the right thing to right. do. That's mm-hmm. the right thing to do. Y'all mm-hmm. handle it. Like you don't do it in front of everybody. Simmer the whole situation down. Leave. Y'all deal with it when y'all get in the car on the way home. Like you was out of pocket. You was way out of pocket. We have experienced that. Y'all who are are fans of the Real Talk Podcast, y'all have heard the story a bunch, but y'all going to hear it again because Micah has never heard the story. And I'm not sure if Chanel has heard the story or not, but I know Micah's never heard the story. And we, I love telling and hearing the story. So um, you want to tell, you want me to tell it? Go ahead and tell it. So this is how it happened. So we were at her friend's house. Her friend who I didn't like anyway. 
I really didn't like this chick. But it's, it's her friend. She ain't never said nothing to me, so it wasn't like, you know, I had any. I just, you a man, you understand? Some, some folks in spirit, you just realize, you look off the. Yeah. You, you, you're a piece of trash. I just, I ain't. <laughs> That's how I felt about how I feel about her. And then later on, she got mad because I called her out for being right. I never called her out to her face, though. Never said to her face. I just knew some things about her, and she didn't know how I knew. And I was like, God told me, and you you made the mistake of asking me. It's your fault because she didn't believe that I was a prophet. And then she asked me, what do I see? I said, are you sure you want to know? Yes, I want to. So I told the hoe she was a hoe. But anyway, <laughs> but this is long before then. So um, <laughs> we, we were at her house with her husband. And Philanda and this chick, they take off to go. They're supposed to go to the store to go get like three things. And me and the husband, we were going to sit in the house and talk because we didn't really know each other. So this would be a good time for us as dudes to kind of. And I don't have a whole lot of friends, period, because again, I don't like people. Uh, He's and a minister, you're a minister. We figured they, they tried to play date me. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, you're like I'm seven years old. <laughs> That's really what I want. Uh, and he's right. just dry and just, but oh. anyway, yeah, it's just uh, one of them. You, you, uh, I need to take to the stick out. Churchy versus just being himself. Yeah, just chill. And I'm churchy. Yeah, like I am chill. probably one of the churchiest people people will ever meet. But I'm not overtly churchy. Like my constant conversation is always going. I'm finding a way to slide Jesus in it some way or another, whether it being a joke and something. He come in this conversation. Doesn't matter. But it's not like the. Let's open the Bible and read John the third <laughs> chapter verse seventy four and the Bible says I, I, I don't believe in allowing my children to to watch well, television because they I've need to be meditating on God. Like he a hood dude. I'm like just be just be you. Just, I yeah. could not tell he was hood. He heard I was a minister and all oh, of the niggas so Southside Chicago hood went he's out of him. He cold switched. <laughs> and what made it worse is he cold switched Baptist. And I got nothing against Baptist because I've ministered in Baptist churches. I love Baptist folk. I've ministered all kinds. I've done, I've done almost all the denominations. But I grew up Church of God in Christ. So if you go cold switch, <laughs> cold switch was something I'm a little more familiar <laughs> with. I didn't spend that much time in the Baptist church to really know the nuance so he's cold switch smooth baptist and oh, we don't i try not to let my children watch too much television because i we want them to be raised right in the lord and so they're upstairs right now spending time hopefully reading their bible but we can go ahead and watch the game and uh, that type of stuff <laughs> they had nothing to talk about for like 30 minutes it was just basically silent and then all of a sudden out of nowhere some other nigga comes out of him he says where's your wife and I looked at him, I was like, the same place yours is. What you mean? They went together. Yeah, well, it was only supposed to be at the store for like, and it shouldn't take that long because the store's right down the street. I said, well, they'll be back when they're back. Should have been a 30-minute trip. It was three hours later. We ain't going to talk about what had happened while nope, we was going Don't want to know. Not my business. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I'm not that dude. I'm not. First of all, I'm not a jealous dude. I'm not. None of that. It's just not in my bones. Mm-hmm. I don't. One or two things gonna happen. Either you gonna come back home to me, or you ain't. Like I ain't got no control over it. You come back home to me, I win. And you know, I pray this stuff don't happen again. Like that's how I am. I, I you know, I'm. Don't y'all don't get it twisted. I ain't saying that means you can walk up on her. Cause I promise you, you won't walk back. You'll walk say, up, but the graveyard coming for you back. Not me doing. 
I'm not saying it was you. I'm just I'm just making that things. caused us to be three out. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it was you. <laughs> it I'm, was, just, I'm just making a statement it. plain. I'm just making it plain. So, <laughs> but but that was my mentality. I don't you know I'm not gonna be checking up on her. She's she grown. She gonna do a she gonna do what grown folks do and make a grown folks decision. They were grown folks consequences. Like that's I have no control over that. Mm. So why would I keep? Well, do me a favor, just call her and see where my wife is at. They together. Well, my wife ain't answering her phone. Well, I mean, that's your problem, bro. I don't know what you want me to do. So I called, and then she answered. I mean, quick, too. He had called his wife like five times, and she never answered the phone. I called once, and I was like, yeah, what's up? It was like the second ring. Said, hey, hey, baby, what's going on? Hey, I just, I, I don't really want to. I almost said his name. Um, dude is <laughs> dude is over here tripping. He he is really upset that y'all ain't back here. You know how long y'all going to be? Yeah, we'll probably be another 30 minutes. All right, take your time. I don't care. Hung up. I told him, hey, you're going to be nothing. What you mean they're going to be nothing? What, what they doing? I didn't ask all that because I don't care. <laughs> she told me she out the store. As far as I know, she out the store. I don't go looking. If God ain't told me and she ain't told me, I don't care. It's, call me crazy. It's just me. So, three, almost three and a half hours later, they come back. I'm cool with it. I'll tell y'all have, you good? All right, cool. Her and him, though, got into it. And when I tell you it was the most uncomfortable fight I've ever seen in my life. First of all, because I don't know these people. I have just basically met. I've seen the wife three or four times hanging around Philanda. First time me meeting the husband. And they going in, in. Like we're not even there kind of in. <laughs> and she's known both of them years. And we gave that each other that look that, you ready to go? Let's, let's get up out of here. Got a look. Just a look. Right, I'm out. And so we get up and start walking towards the door, sliding our way out while they're still fighting. Just like for for kind of reference sake, they're as far from us as the camera is from us right now. And and we're sliding towards the door. We get out the door. We get to the car and we start fighting. No clue about what. To this day, we can't tell you what we fought about. We don't know. We don't know. All I, I mean, literally, it was we got out the door, got to the car. All I remember fight. is, like, dude is off, like, unhinged. Like, why did that happen? And I'm like, I can't explain to you because we're still new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And birds of a feather flock together. So I couldn't explain to him where I was got because it. that would have aired her out. And she's still my best friend. Ain't my job to say that. <laughs> it ain't my place. <laughs> so we drive back to the house. Still fighting. It's a 15 minute drive back to the house. About 10, 15 minutes. That's a non-stop fighting. Get to the door. Still fighting. Get in the house. Still fighting. No clue what this fight is over. We just going at it. She decides, I'm going to go sleep in the bedroom. I'm normally a dude. Um, I'm not sleeping on the couch. You mad. You so mad you can't sleep with me. Take your behind to the couch. I'm going to be comfortable. But I was mad enough that day. I'm taking the couch. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even want to look at you right now. So she slammed the bedroom door. I'm in the living room on the couch. I'm asleep. She's asleep. Wake up. Papers everywhere. Coffee tables turned over. The cabinets to the kitchen are all open, the and the canned open. goods and are the on the floor. Is open. Paper trail leading all the way to her door. So I was like, I noticed someone so 
didn't just tear this doggone house up for no reason while I'm sleeping. How hard was I sleep that I ain't hear nothing's going on? She done lost her rabbit mind. As I'm saying this in my mind, she opens the door and sees the paper trail and is thinking the same thing. I'm no good. Where's my All the South Side Chicago came out of her. I know he. And this is what this is before. For some of y'all who know Falanda's story, this is before she got really saved. So all expletives and a whole bunch of other stuff was coming out too. I know. And I'm looking at What you? What? 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 Why you tear up the house? I said, I, I just woke up. No, no, you had to. I said, I didn't do nothing. I, that was you. Stop trying to act like I did what you did. I didn't do nothing. You saw me just come out the doctor bedroom. I said, well, check this out. I didn't do it. And you saying you didn't do it. Somebody did it. We need to pray. We need to pray right now because this is just out of hand. Whatever was on them followed us home and physically tore Tore up the house. Wow. No, thank you. Yeah, keep that mm-hmm. over there. <laughs> keep that at your house. We we never went back to the house again after right. that. Oh, never, no. never, 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 never. Mm-hmm. And if you ever happen to see or hear this podcast and you know what you, this is the reason why we've never hung out again. This is why I don't take your calls. Well, when you were calling, I don't. I didn't take your calls, sir, because. But like no. so like that's like going back to the whole thing like what if you if you got a friend or family because me and her were like tighter than me and my sister mm-hmm. and she said some things and basically she was like look I'm gonna give you an ultimatum it's your it's him or it's me I was like sweetie I ain't never gave you that ultimatum I've been here through your whole entire marriage like I've never given you that I've, I wouldn't disrespect you like that and so, you know, one thing led to another. Come to find out, the live ended. It sure did. Keep talking. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So, like one thing led to another. Me and her fell out because she lied on him. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, so me and her stopped talking. Come to find out, they were still talking. Oh. Like I didn't even know. Like I was like, so you were so worried that it was me. Oh, That's why. Um, Go ahead, keep going. I was like, you were so worried that it was me going to spill your, your beans. <laughs> <laughs> or that he was going to tell your spouse. And he like, I don't care. It's not my marriage. I don't know you. I ain't going to do with me. <laughs> I was like, you so worried about that, that you ended the relationship and come to find out these two have been talking the whole time. Like we've since, we've not reconciled, but I have got his, got his, I was like, God, you, wow, you really are real. <laughs> Cause I went from you know pop the trunk on her, right. to to you know I was like look um, look I, I I really need to forgive you. you you did what you did and I don't like how things ended mm. but I like for, for for my sanity right and my growth I forgive you mm-hmm. like I've never we've never been close like we used to mm. but if she would have called me today I'd take her call. Oh that is so sweet because I sure would. I would. <laughs> Mm. I wouldn't take his call if he, I wouldn't take his call if you were going to pay me a million dollars to take it. I might have to pick that call yeah, up. Yeah, I might pick that up. We're not, we're not talk, we ain't going to talk about nothing, but I'll pick up the phone. <laughs> 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 I can't, I ain't taking it. No, and part of the reason I ain't taking his call, hopefully y'all can hear me, but part of the reason I ain't going to take his call is because um, I'm petty. And so uh, what I didn't tell then. 
I might tell, tell now. <laughs> you gonna lie on me? Let me go ahead and tell you the truth. Let me tell you about your little whole wife. I'm gonna mm. tell you some things you don't know that that I do way back then because God showed me. Because I was like, look, because he, he came when he was like, he was like, and then he. The thing and all the things God has showed him, I was like, oh, oh no, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I was. She did not this? decide it. This is the mic can probably barely hear me, and the live is off, so I turn it back on. Two or three, two of the three of his kids, I know ain't his, and the third one probably ain't his either. I was like, I, I was like, no, because you know, birds with feather. I was like, no, honey, I retired from all whole business. <laughs> I am, I am officially out. The whole market is that's not me. I'm out of the whole market. Right, I was like, I no longer partake of such activities, and so and I don't keep those around. So is that like Whole Foods? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, Uh, okay, y'all can hear me now. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna repeat what I was saying off the off of the mic because you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I feel like that. I really do. I really that that's 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 from the heart. Like I can't say we're building while you're allowing the enemy in the camp. The 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 friend of my enemy. Is my enemy. I don't know what you're telling the ops. I don't know what what the ops are telling you. I don't know what mm. is being is being whispered in your ear because there. I don't know how. I don't know how toxic or how how bad this has gone. I know it was bad enough for me to cut you off. I don't know how deep rooted in your heart it is. So you may want to screw me over and start saying stuff that really ain't true just for the sake of saying it. So that's why I'm like, yo, if we building, yo, you got to cut that. Kill that noise. That's that don't that don't that's not how this works. So that's just me. That's just me. Alright, so here we go. Um Yeah. We don't deal with the devil. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Android. Yeah, yeah. Android. Uh, yeah, of course we deal with Android. Cool. They're not safe for real. <laughs> no, no. So, so since you said the online, I'm gonna go ahead. And go ahead. Let me help all y'all iPhone people to get delivered. Um, it is said, or not even said, it, the representation of the fruit that caused mankind to fall don't do that the representation that is even, an apple that ain't even right now when you look at your logo <laughs> there's a bite taken out of the apple the devil trying to show you he wow. in there already i'm trying to tell that's you that's terrible now, now no no I'm, I'm gonna give you i'm gonna I'm, let me help you let me help you sis i'm gonna help you because i love you let me help you with an android foreigners <laughs> well, see, with an Android, what is what is what actually is an Android? It's essentially a replica copy of man. Wait a second, it's not my job as a Christian to try to be a replica copy of the Son of Man. Salvation, but I'm gonna take you one step deeper because I don't condone all androids because some are counterfeit. 
I only deal with the galaxies. You know why? Because my God is greater. You know what? I'm my God is stronger. My God is higher than any other. I got my church finger up. Awesome and ruler. Mighty and power of God. I got my Bible. cord, then I have a I just don't have that. Yeah, nah. It's in a car. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay, so what we gonna do for those who are on the audio podcast, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break um to, to hit up this next commercial break. And while we do that, we're gonna get some other things situated. Let y'all go pee if you have to pee, because I just realized we've been talking for a little while and ain't nobody got up to go pee. And I appreciate that. Y'all could have got up to go pee if you had to go pee. I'm not saying you have to, but you know, just in case you didn't. We're gonna get situated, all right? So we'll be right back after these messages. Hey y'all, what's going on? My name is Marcus, host of Correct Me If I'm Wrong Podcast. And I do the show with my co-host, Candoria Yellier. Uh, we are based out of Albuquerque, Pennsylvania. Uh, on my show, we talk about pretty much any and everything. Uh, you can catch our content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. So if you ever get a chance, make sure you check us out. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Don't forget to smile. It's a good look. <laughs> All right, we back. We back for those on the podcast. Y'all know y'all y'all really didn't have too much of an interruption. Thank y'all for coming back. Those who are on the Facebook Live app, uh, I promise you it'll be much seamless uh, once I get this thing together to edit and put on on YouTube. Um, yeah, we've been having technical issues all day, and I'm blaming um, Minister and Train Sh- uh, Sh- uh, Chanel G. I can't speak right. Hey, say her name. Yeah, I'm blaming. I blame her. It's all her fault. She's. It's her fault first. It's real bad. Um. No, I'm blaming you first. I'm blaming you first, and then I'm blaming Evangelist and Train Chanel because um, Jesus, Evangelist Train Sharice and Minister Train Chanel. Lord, I'm gonna get it right. See, I'm tired already. Um, but yeah, I'm blaming both of them. It's their fault. And then lastly, I'm going to blame my wife just because a lot of things is her, is her fault as a fired executive producer. That's why she's fired. She can't hold a job. Oh, we never. Expect, see, J, J, Pastor Jay Jordan finally on he, and he said, blame him. That's right. You, you know. You, you've been around these folks. You know what they do. You know what they do. Uh, but for those who are just joining us on the Facebook on the Facebook Live app, we are here with our special guest, uh, uh, Minister Train Chanel Thornton, as well as the incomparable, the powerful, the outstanding Marvin Sapp's twin brother, <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Michael Space. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that because I've heard that multiple times in my life. I, I was, at, I was at work one time. This was some years ago. She's like. Did anybody ever tell you like Marvin Sapp? <laughs> Just randomly, and I was like, "Yeah." I've, I've been sitting over. I'll be honest with you. The entire time we've been talking, I've been sitting over thinking, "Said, okay, are we close enough now that I can make this joke?" <laughs> because he looks like Marvin Sapp, you and I want to address it. You will not be the first. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you get it all the time, but I was like. I just want to make sure that one is that, uh, is that you don't take offense to it, and two that we're close enough that I can say because it it's 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 there. I want to like, buy some Marvin Sap check checks though. Okay. I know that's right. Look, okay. <laughs> but I promise you, if, you, if, if I, I was gonna say if you just just walk just walk into a church one day and just go never would have made it and they'll pay, they'll start paying you they'll start paying you now I promise you. <laughs> 
All right, so as you can see, the, the, the late hour has hit. We are, we are silly. We are doing what we do. But we are here for what I call the world famous and the infamous Real Talk Banter. <laughs> so, here what we going to do for the Real Talk Banter this time around. All right, so, our first topic for the Real Talk Banter, uh, being that this is... Halloween season. I know Christians don't like to deal with Halloween, Devil. but yeah, I know. <laughs> don't get me started on that. I don't understand how they could be so upset at Halloween, but love Christmas. But that's a whole other angle. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. Whole another topic for a whole another day. All y'all love y'all. Y'all pick and choose. Y'all picking holidays, don't y'all? Anyway, so um. <laughs> <laughs> Drink my water, my, my <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all were so quick to jump on everybody with Halloween because the kids want to eat candy. Let them get some free candy, daggone. And you got free candy just because yours came with lint on it from the church mothers as they, as they got it out their purse doesn't mean it wasn't free candy. I'm sorry. Anyway, um... <laughs> Since we're in that season where the candy is 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 the big thing on people's minds, the costumes and the candy, I figure why not? Let's do a real talk banter, run it back on the world's best candy. So here's how we're gonna do it for those of us. What you mean? The I don't know why you got the podcast. Did it end? Not on mine. It didn't. Hold on. I'm still up. Oh, wait. No. Well, hold on. Yeah. No, it's ended. Like, let me see if that stopped. If, if it died, if it died, it died. If it didn't, then hey, you know, whatever. Keep on going. Yep. Keep on moving. I may not do haunted houses and all of that stuff anymore. Oh, yeah, but I enjoy free candy. <laughs> Can't wait to my grandbaby. You know what? You know what I thought about about. Growing up, especially like around this time of year, it was the nastiest thing now. But bobbing for apples and everybody was sticking in. Yes. <laughs> I was like, it was so unsanitary. <laughs> but you know, the 80s, uh, we did a whole lot of unsanitary uns- things back but then. But we were okay. Yeah. Like, you know, drinking uh, out the water, out the, uh, out the hole. Well, I did that all the time. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't because I didn't want to throw up. I went in the house and got Kool-Aid or some Tang. No. Or Tampico. No, 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 you can't no, you you come in, in and out the house. Exactly. You're you going to stay in and out. You got you to know how to, how, how, to, how to sneak in. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. There was, for, for my house, there was ways to sneak in. Um, but yeah, I won't go drink no water. I won't throw it up. Mm-mm. No, you drink water at the hose. I mean, you can put your mouth on the water hose. Mm-hmm. You just no. let it no, go. No, no, no. So I, One I, more weird I, thing. <laughs> can't drink water. Legitimately, within ten minutes, I'll throw up. I don't understand that. Like oh, just man. water? Yeah, just water. Like I ain't believe it's actually water, tap water, bottled water, polar water, spring water, seltzer water. Throw up. I just recently, over the last, I want to say maybe probably about seven years now, have been able to start drinking Gatorade again. Like, yeah, I couldn't drink Gatorade either. It's too. So water. do you like add like flavoring to your water? Are you able to drink it? <laughs> Flavor water, I'll throw up too. But cool, all Kool Aid is is so I don't know what the, I can't I can't tell the difference. Overwhelming amount of sugar in there. Oh yeah, two two and a half cups of sugar for for, for the Kool Aid got to be minimal. What your doctor say? Oh my God, oh my. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Meanwhile, the nurse was like, "Oh, I know somebody just like that." 
That's why they have no explanation for it. I have to drink water because if I don't, I be feeling real dry. Like really, I can't. I cannot not have water. Here, here's the fun part, and, and this this is for you who 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 was kind who, who was in the medical practice, although though you know dentist, dentistry and, and medicine two different practices. But you you get what I'm saying. Um, the fun part is my urine is mostly clean. It's mostly it's mostly like the normal healthy color. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I have like the golden. Let's let's go do a gold rush type urine. It's normally just. So you're hydrated. Yeah, it's not like you're dehydrated. Never. As much as I sweat, I, I can't be down. Listen. <laughs> I, I, I got to get. Uh, I don't know how it's the thing. I've been doing all, like, all my, as, as long as I can remember. And you can time your watch by 10 minutes. It's, uh, here it comes. And it's violent coming out. It's like not like a. Kid too? Or huh? just as mm-hmm. an adult? Mm-hmm. Kid too. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it's bad. It's bad. Wow. We were at a church, he was preaching, and they gave him a bottle of water, and he had like, normally, typically, we take Gatorade with us or something like mm-hmm. that. We bring his own drink, and all they had was water, and he was like, I can't, because he kept choking. He's like, I, and then he's, and I watched him, I was like, aha, you can't drink water. I was like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a pool doing he's the, doing that, doing that pool rock pool with, you know, what's coming, you trying to fight a dollar. Mmm. <laughs> mm. And they was almost ready to call my name. I said, Pastor, wait a second. And I got up and darted. And mm-hmm. On my way out, wiped my mouth off. So asked, asked one of the um, ushers for a mint because before I had my Listerine sprays. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ain't never heard of nothing like that. Never heard of it. Most people have it and they are astonished until they see it. And I have a clean bill of health, like not just that. Like my my uh, with the weird way I eat and stuff, my cholesterol is good. My blood pressure used to be good. It's not as good anymore, but that's more because I am more stressed now than ever before in my life. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying, but y'all y'all won't let me because it's y'all shutting down the church. (laughs) (laughs) Right. My blood pressure started shooting up when I got to Atlanta and started and started pastoring out here. Like I was, I because I I would I would send pictures to my mom of me getting my blood pressure taken and the numbers because she was always like, "You need to eat healthy and stop eating all that chicken." And, and I'm like, "Mom, I, first of all, I eat way less now than I ever have in my life. Mm-hmm. I just do. I'm fatter now because everything is eating itself, but I just don't have a huge appetite anymore." So my body is in is in survival mode, but you know it's whatever. Um, but I don't eat as much chicken as I used to. I don't eat as much fried food as I used to. I still love my fried. Don't get me wrong, but I don't eat as much as I used to. I used to sit down when KFC had hot wings. Oh, yeah. I would get twenty five of them and eat them in one sitting, and then eat later on that day. Like it's it was not a thing. Now, if I do six jumbo wings, I'm good. doing good. If, if we're talking to party wings, which all of you Atlanteans need to stop doing, stop calling your party wings real wings. I'm sorry, because I'm from up north and we do real wings. When you say wings, it's the it's the flap, it's the flat, and it's the drum. Y'all call the wings a small little flat and a piece of nail drum yeah, and, says, wings. and charging a dollar per for each. You you Jezebels, right? Uh, that, that's that's wings. <laughs> but you got to be specific and say whole wings. No, because a wing. Is a whole wing. Not here. Is is no? That's that's. But that's like saying if I cut your arm off at the elbow, I have a whole arm. 
No, I don't. <laughs> the whole arm is the fingers to the shoulder. You're cutting it off at the elbow and saying, here's an arm. Nah. <laughs> I want the whole arm. I want the whole wing. Give me my wing. I miss this. One of the few things I miss about the North, when you say wings, it is immediately the whole wing. And what you all down here, down south, call jumbo wings, we call regular wings. <laughs> a jumbo wing up north looks like it's got been on steroids for real. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Wings pumping iron. Yes. Like the best ones came from the corner store, too. Corner store? She hit me in Columbus to this place, Yo. to this gas station. I had never eaten gas station Let's food because I'm like, that is hepatitis neighborhood. <laughs> And she was like, no, you got to try and this. on George's View Road. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I went in and I smelled it. This smells like actual food. <laughs> like y'all didn't do it in, 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 in castor oil or something. This is actual food. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, when it was off of Glenwood, my dad would go get their wings and JoJo fries all the time. Man, listen. But see now, right but you know, corner. now the whole gas station food thing, there's no stigma. Like if you look even at like Quick Trip, they have basically turned into a cafe. They yeah. they have. Uh, they have. Race stop is uh racetrack yeah, doing race the same track. thing. Mm-hmm. Because you know, most gas stations make their money from food. They don't make it from gas. So you come in there, that's why they converted it that way. Get your hot dog. Now Quick Trip do got some good hot dogs. I ain't gonna <laughs> hold do. you. They yeah, hot they dogs. Do. They hot dogs <laughs> My my, I, I want to call my boy. He's not really because I don't really know him. He don't really know me. But I follow him to hear more. He would say, "No, you need to get, you need to get Seven Eleven hot dogs." He is a proponent of Seven Eleven hot dogs out west, and I'm like, I can't do hot dogs from the gas station. Tell I me. just they've been sitting in that little rotisserie thing for like seventy eight years. Nah, I can't. Nah. But you know, they even got the specialty stuff now. You can order it, and they fix it in the mm-hmm. little kitchen now. Yeah, I, I need you to fix my. But here's the other thing for me: the 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 other big issue with hot dogs for me is I don't do them broiled. Like people will put them in the water and do the, I just put just chuck mine in the microwave. Give me microwave hot dogs, and I'm good. Microwave hot dogs. Yeah. What yeah. about off the grill? That's the only way. Mm-hmm. Give me a burger. I don't like burnt it ain't nothing. Burnt. If it ain't burnt, it ain't right. No. So you can still put on the grill and I'll burn it. Like I don't you know how care hard that burn. is to do that? I do it all the time. Okay, I might have to try one of your see, and, and people- typically the only reason why I burn them is because people request make mine burn. And the ones I do like, like end just nice little golden brown little yes, all grill I'm marks, gold, golden, and I'm good. I don't even care for the grill marks. Just give it to me golden brown. Just let me get it golden brown. Let me get some cheese to slap on top of it and melt it. And I don't even care if it's American cheese. Actually, I prefer American cheese on, on, on my on my hot dogs. Either American cheese or nacho cheese sauce on my hot dog with some ketchup, and I'm good. That's all I need. All I need. I can't get that at the gas station. They don't. They don't. They don't. Nah, but the they hot do. dog is they bad. Had a nacho cheese. Yeah, no, the hot dogs are good. Let me tell you, the hot dogs I'm, are good. At quick I'm time. not a fan, and of they hot got dog. the little nacho cheese that too. Nah, I'm not a fan of the hot dogs. Now the buns are better, but the hot dog is worse. Now the best hot dog I've ever had. Once again, shout out to my hometown, Aliquippa. We have this place uh, in well, they're in a few locations, but the best, pl- but the best one is uh, near Beaver Falls, like Beaver Beaver Falls area. It's called Brighton Hot Dog Shop. Oh, 
my God. <laughs> All they do is sell hot dogs and hamburgers. They sell more hot dogs than anything else because they are that. And the candy, the old y'all, get them right. <laughs> spot like that back home. It's called Jay's. Jay's famous hot dogs, and that spot everybody can go for their for their hot dogs, chili dogs. Like it's the same thing. Old school fries, the good like I hate fair fries. fries, and all the fair fries. I hate fries. Mm-hmm. Fair fries because you got all fries. vinegar on them. I, I, I could <laughs> eat fries every day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's your thing. Have you tried Mr. Fries yet? I have not. I've seen it, but I have not gone. So they deal with fries, and they deal with like fries and all kinds of yeah, like all kinds of stuff on them. All kinds of stuff. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. Like I had this. I had steak, cheese, nacho cheese, jalapeno peppers. Like made it like a steak nacho on the fries. Good. No, it don't. Don't tell her lies like that. Yeah. Yeah, like every time I go home, and people from LA know this, chili cheese fries are a thing. So every time See, I go to LA, I got to get chili cheese if fries. If you remove the chili from that sentence, <laughs> I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> you know, uh, if you go to Grindhouse Killer Burger, they do that fries with they're the, gri- with they're, the their cheese. fries are disgusting. But I'm just saying they do that though. They put the little cheese sauce. Yeah, on but their fries are horrible though. So like, I I'm not a fry fan. So the fries absolutely have to be right. For the cheese to be up for me to put cheese on me, like I, I'm really picky about my fries. I barely ever eat fries. It's bad, bad. bad. Some fries in there with his chicken wings. That I'm eat not gonna eat them. Throw those fries dead in the trash. I would have thrown those fries away before <laughs> I had to eat the chicken up. I am upset every time they give me fries with my chicken. You're wasting food. I keep hearing my mom in my head. You know, there's people out there in Africa who are starving right now. Send these fries to them, <laughs> and they'll still starve. No one wants these fries. I'm not a fan of it. It's All right, just, and I know this, this is not the the banter subject. Oh, we haven't got there yet, so you're good. But who has the best fries, in your opinion? <sighs> See, I don't really know fry places. Uh, so no, like, I'm just saying, I'm, like, wherever you get your fries from, don't Fresh matter. McDonald's fries. Yeah, if I, I, if oh, I'm going to eat fresh fries, out the grease. fresh, and they have to be salted but, right. But here, here's the key, though. You cannot have, when they got the new grease... They don't taste good. They got They got. They got to. It's like, got to be like right in between. Yeah, yeah. got to. They have got to have some use. And they, and Couple then those there. fries fresh out the grease. Yep. Man, yeah. You know I used to work at McDonald's. Grease, no, I used to work at McDonald's yeah. like in high school in in college, and they don't taste the same. But we get that Absolutely. old grease because you re, we would like clean the grease every night right. and put it back in. But when you first break out that vat and put it in there, it's, it's not not, it's not the same. I, I know because of the, of the smell. There is a smell that they have either when you walk into the McDonald's or when you get the bag of fries. There's a smell that they have that you could tell if it's in between. I say to all the time again, as soon as I get the bag, these, fr- these fries ain't going to be good. Just, there's no way they're going to be good. Yeah, and I, we taste them and they're disgusting. I did not know that McDonald's fries have a particular smell. Oh, listen, you ain't lived. You gotta, you gotta understand. Every, there's everything. It's gonna be good or not. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, because even the color's different. When you yep. get them really light fries, yeah. that mean they just probably put new grease, grease in there like that day or the day before. But mm-hmm. when you get them like nice golden yeah. and got the little coloration on it, that mean that grease is, is in the seasoned a it's little right. bit. It's and right. the, only right. thing that, the only thing that messes that up is when them lazy workers don't salt it right. It'll be oh. good grease and no salt, and I want to smack them. 
or too much salt. But sometimes I'll I'll say no salt just so I can get some very fresh fries and then get salt back. <laughs> See, for me, it it is it, the salt is only good if it's fresh on them as soon as they come out the grease. Like if it be putting salt on after the salt doesn't. Do it isn't it the same here. way. It's yeah. the same way if you make fresh fries, like as soon as you get them out, if you salt them, mm-hmm. it just soaks it up. Yeah, and that's what I need. So I, that's why I can't ask for no no salt because then because I'm also the driver, so I'm I can't be salting and trying to. I just give me give me give me some doggone good fries. Stop being lazy <laughs> and get. And while we at McDonald's, before we get all this banter since McDonald's was brought up. Stop being lazy and clean your daggone ice cream and milkshake machines. I know the trick. I know the doggone things don't break. Y'all just don't want to clean the doggone things because you're lazy. Man, that's a lot of work. But we that's had to what do you it. get we paid for. But I mean, we did it. Our, our, when I used to work at McDonald's, it used to always work. But it's a lot of work. Yeah, we got these kids who are lazy, but that's what you get paid for. Earn your money. Stop acting like, oh, it's broke. Nick, clean it. <laughs> Stop acting like you don't know how to clean some doggone stuff or get fried. I'm sick of y'all. I got my mouth fixed for a doggone strawberry milkshake, and I can't have one because you don't want to clean nothing. You've been broke for a very long time at the McDonald's. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, because just, they got just gone, kids. just gone down to the cookout. <laughs> yeah. Right. I still have not been there. You haven't been to cookout? They, they have great cookout burgers are really good. Every time I pass it, it's a line wrapped around the building. If you because see that line wrapped that around that building, this is when it gets sketchy. Okay. If the line is on one side of it, but once if you see if you pull up to one and that line is out to to the street, pull off. Yeah, but you don't know because the one by me it gets like that and they move very quick. I don't know how their system is. It's not like Chick Fil A when they stand out there. You Mm because everything is like pretty much specialty what you put on it. Mm -hmm. When you get to that window, your food is ready. I've never been there and they were like, "Hey, can you pull up? We don't have this ready. We don't have the ready." They they have a system. Can I tell you how much that irritates the heck out of me? This is supposed to be fast food. Why am I pulling off <laughs> over at the over to the parking lot and waiting twenty minutes for my fast food? They're understaffed. And that's not my problem. <laughs> I understand. None of this is my problem. And here's the other thing. Legitimately, I found I found out. Well, this is shortly after I started working at. at well, after I stopped working at Burger King, found out why they do it this way. They're actually uh, uh, docked if they're if the line takes too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the moment so they tell on. you to pull off, they can reset it. Yeah, absolutely. And I have just been waiting on me to have a bad enough day for me to be like, no, I'm not moving. I want my food because I don't have to move. I pay for yeah. it. It's a courtesy that I move. I, I don't really have to move. I'm. I want to see how bad you want me to move. How quick am I going to get my food? Because I'm not going to move. Now, you want to serve all the other people you had waiting first, cool, but I'm going to be right here. I shall not be moved. (laughs) Let's go ahead and get into this banter. So here's how we're going to do this banter for Halloween season and all the candy. We're going to do, we did this actually, I think think it was the last podcast, and Maya... God bless her spirit. She just messed everybody up and and did everything wrong. Cause the way we did it the first time was we had I had a list of candies, right? And what we were gonna do was we were pulling ones off so we could ultimately get to the best one. And originally it was gonna be we all have our own best one off a list. And I was like, nah, let's go ahead and just make it one best one. Everybody pulling off ones. 
And the first one off of the list that Maya pulled was Swedish Fish. When there was this candy bar that Jay Jordan had on there that none of us ever flipping heard of. I don't remember what it was. Let me see if I can find it. It was some random was candy bar from his childhood. I said, was it a score? No, no. Let me see if I can find it. Because he... A oh. hundred grand? No. <laughs> Where the heck is it? Please, Jesus, let me go to find it. No, I wasn't, no, I've heard of a hundred grand. It was... It was some. Now my teeth can't handle that now, but. Okay, I don't think I've ever had <laughs> what? Hundred grand? I don't think I've ever had one. Let's see. It was just it's some like Nestle okay. Crunch kind of thing covered in chocolate with nougat. Oh. Like shaped like a, like a baby roof, but it was like nougat and chocolate. <laughs> No, I take it back. I was wrong. He had one on there. He switched out for Mr. Goodbar. Okay. The list, the, the original list that we pulled from was Skittles, Snickers, Nihilators, Laffy Taffy's, Airheads, Reese Cups, Nerds, Mr. Goodbar, Sweetest Fish, Sour Patches, and Strawberry Bonbons. I'll tell you what those are in a minute. She said first, Sweetest Fish with Mr. Goodbar on the list. Then she comes back around and for her second pick, she kicks off Nihilators. What? I'm like, yo, I don't like you anymore. And I feel like we can't be friends because you can't. You, your candy is just outrageous. I don't know what's going on with, with your candy picks. And then she's like, well, what? I don't, I don't like fruity stuff. Why are you here? Why, why, are, you, why, why are you here? So I figured, since we're always easy, we're going to go ahead and run this back, but we're going to do it differently. Maya, you know I love you, but your candy choices are trash. And I hope the kids throw, throw at least one egg and one round of toilet paper at your house for your trash candy yeah. that you and Jay Jordan are probably going to be handing out during Halloween. Um, <laughs> um, so I figured, let's do it this way. Let's do... Our own top five. This is a show I watch on Kev on Stage. I like to give shout-outs out to the place where I get my ideas from. Um, it's called Top Five. Shout-out to the Kev on Stage Studios app. Um, Shout-out to BT Kingsley. He is the creator of the show. It's called Top Five. When they, they, have, uh, they do their top fives, but in draft style. So everybody has their own list, and they allow the people to pick whose who's list was better which is why it would have been great if my camera or my phone worked so we could have had some people to pick it but I digress so um, we're going to do top 5 draft style top 5 candies now remember draft style means that when somebody picks the candy it can no longer be picked I'm not going to do BT, BT Kingsley's rules where we can call BS on somebody's list or challenge somebody. If they take it, they take it. Once we have our fives, I'll give one shot for a trade. After that, your list is locked. and we leave it to whoever hears this podcast to decide. And I also put, put our list up on the Real Talk Facebook page to see who to, what, they, what the people choose, whoever votes. That's how we'll do it. Cool? So work. the order of the draft, because I'm a nice guy, is I'm gonna let Micah go first because it's the first time here. So mm-hmm. you get to go first. Chanel, you're technically still a guest, so you can go second. You've been fired a whole lot, so you go third since <laughs> I'm the host. 
I'll go last. I'm gracious. Yeah, I'll go last. The shade. Yeah. That's how the first round's going to go. Now, I might mix it up second round, but that's how the first round's going to go. So, Michael, who's your first round draft pick for your candy? My first round Don't draft pick. Don't pick none of mine. <laughs> peanut M&M's. All right. All right. Okay. With the specificness. Okay. Yeah. Got to be peanut. Um, Chanel? I'm gonna need you to say that in the mic so the people can hear oh, what you're saying. Caramel apple suckers. Caramel apple suckers. I don't think I. Oh, yes, I do know what those are. Yes. You know that there are three varieties now? Of what? The caramel apple suckers. They come in three flavors. No. Really? Yes. This chick ordered, she thought she was ordering like the little bag for Halloween. Did you pass out? She actually ended up ordering it from Amazon. It came a thousand suckers. Yeah, so she's been giving out for a long time. <laughs> but they come in three different flavors. I, I wonder what the other two are. So it's like golden delicious, that regular green one, and then there was a red one that's like... Um, like uh, Granny Smith or something yeah. like that? Really? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> in high school, that's when I tell you I would buy a bag of those and mm-hmm. have them all the time. That was like my thing. Caramel apple suckers like all the time. I get it. Oh, oh Mikey, you're, you're allowed to talk about why you picture us, um, that that's part of the banter as well, because I'm going to judge all y'all, just so you know. I just, so far, I haven't heard anything I need to judge. Yeah, I mean, but. It's just, it's classic. It's, you know, put a few in your hand, got the chocolate, the nuts, I mean, hard shell outside, perfect movie candy, chilling at the house. It's great. I, I, they're great candy. I, I don't know if I'd pick them up first round. I, 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 they're, they're, they are good though. Caramel apple suckers, I've man, we've gone, I, I like them, but we've gone a lumber candy before I even thought of them. <laughs> right. Like, I, until you said it, I didn't even, man, it's you been ages since I've seen it. It's like my, one of my favorites. Yeah, it yeah. would have been top 50. <laughs> disrespectful, but okay. <laughs> For long. Okay, so I'm gonna pick one that don't nobody really eat anymore. Thank but you, Jesus. That means my first round is if safe. If I see it in somebody's little Halloween bag, I'm eating it. Um, <laughs> Cause she is a candy thief. Don't let her I fool am. you. I am. That's why Layla, uh, Ashley was trick or treating from day one. She was a month old. I took her out with a bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> Grown person. All she wants is the candy. I just want the candy. Um, so my first pick is a whatchamacallit. Oh, wow. I heard that horrible I know. piece of what candy. What you call it? Yeah, so, so what you call it? Candy bar. Yeah, that horrible piece of candy. <laughs> nobody was picking that one. Ever. You could, you, we could have, this podcast could have been another six hours. Nobody's going to name what you call it. I promise you that. I need to, I need to Google it so I can see what it looks like. They they are they are they are great big nut filled like, caramel like right chocolate there piece in of the, garbage in the family with a hundred grand bar and a white wrapper <laughs> with like red and orange type writing on it. It is I call that the children of Egypt candy. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had to pull, pull it up. And she was like, "Let like, me Google this." Like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It is. It's the, the children of Egypt candy. They, they might as well have called it manna. That's what they should have called the candy bar. That that's called manna right there. That's that's what that's gonna be. Uh, and so I'm so glad that you know 
that my crack is safe. One of my cracks. I got a couple cracks. I'm I'm a candy fiend. Um, and so my first is safe. And Maya, this is how you do a candy draft. Sweetest fish of all flavors. Just Blah. sweetest fish in general. Sweetest fish is ridiculous. I have a huge bag in my bedroom right now that I've been eating off of. It is it, I just I, just, I can't tell you what Swedish Fish does to me. There's, there's three candies that nobody better take that are really cracked for yeah, me. You don't have I to worry about Swedish Fish. everybody <laughs> over these candies. Trust me, you don't have to worry about that one. Nobody, nobody was taking that one. Swedish Fish are great. The big ones, the small ones, the fruity ones, tropical flavor, doesn't care. no matter what kind they are. Swedish, huh? I didn't know they had. I just was the Yo, red ones. No, no. They got they all kinds. Red, great, orange. They got the tail. Yeah. Nope. Oh, get your Swedish Fish game up. Get your Swedish Fish game up. I'm telling you. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing. No. Okay. Listen, listen. Well, I will talk after podcast, and I tell you, it is great. I'm praying that God saves you and everything because you know it was a big fish that helped Jonah get to his purpose, you know what? and that's why I can eat the sweetest fish. I'm just saying, <laughs> sweetest fish is outstanding. And anybody who don't like sweetest fish, I don't know if we could be friends. I just sweetest fish is great. Uh, so we go mix it up for the second round. Um. Chanel, go ahead. What's your second round? What's your second round pick? It's a, it's a throwback candy, but I love them. Boston baked beans. Mm. So mm-hmm. much judgment. <laughs> Why? <laughs> They're so good, though. It's a throwback candy, and I really like them. I still so like them your candy. So your your second round candy choice yeah. is Boston's candied version of a really disgusting food. You're not going to judge the Boston baked beans. Don't bean. do that. I'm <laughs> judging Boston baked beans and baked beans in the same sentence. Did like, you not hear me? It's not all like, the really time, that's what you do? But yeah. in, in, the, in the sense it's of the It's never time. Yeah, you go to the gas station, you pull out a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were, there were a few candies. That was that was one of them, but it's, in the, you know. Yeah. It's a throwback. Okay. It's a throwback, it's a but throwback. but so are Chico sticks, and ain't nobody picking no Chico was, sticks. Now that's, now, I forgot about those because I Chico love Chico sticks is clutch. Yeah. Right. Now that. I forgot about that. What kind of. I should have put that on my list. Oh, you can still put it on. Oh, okay. I promise you, ain't nobody taking Chico sticks. Listen, Chico. I can Chico promise sticks. you. You find you a good hood store, they got Chico yes. sticks in there. Chico in the grave right now because didn't nobody want his sticks. This Listen. is. This and it can't be those little ones they no, you yeah, gotta get the whole stick. Somebody help me out. Somebody <laughs> who listens to this podcast and understands what a good candy is. Somebody please help me out. Chico sticks, brother. Yes. Jesus. So like you're like disqualified from that because for all intents and purposes, you really don't like chocolate. First of all, Chico sticks are disgusting regardless. They're they are like nothing but dried chalk. Yeah. Chico sticks yeah, are like peanut butter. Yeah, they're like a peanut butter. He don't buttery. even really do peanut butter. It's like a like a, like I'm not a big peanut butter fan, but like Chico sticks is, is, yeah. is good. It's, it's like dried chalk. No, it's not. It, it is. Not. It is. You ever had it? Yes. They're good. I I've almost there's not too many pieces of candy that I have not tried and spit out. <laughs> <laughs> I bit that and I remember it vividly. I bit it and spit it in somebody's face. It wasn't meant to go in their face, but it was so nasty. That's, that's, terrible. Terrible. that's terrible. That's that's their fault for giving me that. And you and you. Boston baked beans, Jesus! I don't, I don't know which one y'all's gonna pick the worst one next. I don't, I don't know. Uh, let's keep going with the ladies. Uh, uh, what, what, what horrible piece of candy are you gonna try and pass by for your second round? What? And just for that, Jolly Ranchers. 
Thank you for Jobby picking good candy. Right. <laughs> I appreciate you for That's picking it. It's on my list, but I got I got a bunch on my list, so I can I can spare the Jolly Ranch. Thank you. Now 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 before before I move from that, let me ask a question. Got to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Are you talking Jolly Ranchers as a whole? Are you talking just the long sticks? Are you talking about the short, the the the, the short hard candies? Are you talking the gummies? Man. Are you talking the the the, the flat gummies? There's, there's, there's several different. Jo- are you saying Man. Jolly Ranchers as a whole? I would say sticks. Cause Man, you can't even find the sticks no more. I know, like when it comes to Halloween, that's how you used, that's how you used to fashion the shiv as a kid. Yeah. Is you Man, suck you on a Jolly two. Ranch for a while yeah. and, and get that to a point, and you get ready. Yeah, I stab you with this Jolly Ranch. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Definitely a shank. <laughs> How did how did we get here with the Jolly Rancher shank? <laughs> have you ever had the Jolly Rancher sticks? Mm, yeah. Oh, after a while, okay, so after like, a while, you gonna get that little edge, it, it, it right there. edge, and then once you get the edge, you say, okay, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna keep going around, and you you start get, you start melting down both sides, and you wind up eventually getting to a. I did this accidentally at one point. That's how I figured out how to do it. So I, I had the Jolly Rancher and. I, I'm not gonna say it the way that I, my mind says to say because I know JC eventually is gonna hear this. It's gonna come back to bite me in the butt when I say it. So I was eating a Jolly Rancher can the way that you're supposed to with the stick, mm-hmm. and the one side started to go down and I cut my tongue. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, this hurt for real. Yeah, fair I was like, I wonder. So I got the other side. I got down, and then when I got the other side down, it came to a point. Mm-hmm. I touched that point. Oh, this is kind of. You can actually stab somebody with this. Charlie Rancher shanks, y'all. <laughs> so then when you get real shanks. good, you can break it off and put the, the put the one piece in your mouth while you sell the whole stick and be able to fashion the shank. Oh yeah. Be be like they be like they said that the cholos do with the with the razor blade on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need razor blade, I got Jolly Rancher. So, uh, which is it? What, what, what you it's doing? A stick. Oh, just the sticks. Okay, yeah. that means because I'm like Jolly those Rancher. don't just hang around, but you can get the bag of them during Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely gonna be hard. Like all the gummy Jolly Rancher, all the aim and it ain't. Give me the. It's not given. But what's the, okay? Let me let me ask this. What's the best flavor though? Green oh. apple. Green apple. Green apple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> green apple or orange or grape, but no, but no, no. You know I'm what? sorry, green apple or watermelon. But you know what? Well, you know what they? What, which one is good? But I, they don't have it as much. But I remember as a kid, they used to have the peach one. Oh, yeah. my dude! I, mean, I don't even think they do the peach in the know. little bags no more. But the peach, and you would think it. down here in Atlanta, we see a bunch of peach. But yeah, but man, oh, green apple. And I say peach is right under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you move watermelon down for me because those peach <laughs> those peach were wonderful. They were life. There was a store across the street from my church back when we were in Columbus from yeah, the LCC. The Jolly Rancher and they pop. They started carrying Jolly Rancher flavored pop, and mm. that green apple pop was everything. I was like, "There's cracking this." <laughs> <laughs> I I walk out of that store every time they had them and I spent $50 easy and they were like a dollar fifty two dollars a bottle no like the guy had got to the point where he was like I already got a case over there if you just want the whole case and he would just mix it up in the case and he knew what to do yeah we just walk out just I'm gonna just take this case with us (laughs) and they would be gone within two weeks because they're just that oh. Jolly wow. Rancher Tasted pop. just like mm-hmm. Jolly Rancher Wait did y'all say pop? Pop yeah. Yeah. Okay it's so, oh, I know it's the West Coast <laughs> Right this right. Is, it's, it's a thing We say it's pop, pop. <laughs> it, it just always makes my skin crawl so, <laughs> Here's here the thing 
And, and much like for, for, for you, how pop makes your suit crawl, so it makes my, my skin crawl. And here's the thing, here's why. The, the full name of the carbonated beverage is soda pop. When you get something a nickname, it's supposed to be shorter than the name. You say soda, that is four letters and two syllables. I say pop is three letters, one syllable. I win, I got a nickname. You go. <laughs> The economics of nicknames here. The next survey on the Real Talk podcast is it soda or is it pop? Pop. But I get people who say soda a pass to my mom's from New York, and even though it's East Coast, they still say soda. So I work kind of here in soda, but mostly pop. It's the people who are just pretentious and do soda pop. I'm like, yo, yo, pick one. Just pick a side. You read, just not switch. So we're not doing both. That's not how we No, no one. Who is not a serial killer psychopath says soda pop. Let me get now, out. Now, when you get deep in the country, they say, give me a cool, cold drink. <laughs> it's called a cold drink. Cold See, the drink. problem with that for me is when you say a cold drink, it is whatever drink is cold. Yeah. And unless you hang around some white folks up there and a cold drink, that was a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but you get in the, get in the, in the South South, the cold drink, I mean, get you a little, a little soda. So a pop. <laughs> It's a cool drink. It's a, yeah, it's a pot. It's a pot. So if, if you want to be neutral, just say the name of the carbonated beverage. Can I get a Coke? Can I get a Coke? Mm-hmm. The, some places, Coke is everything. Not just like Coca-Cola products. Like, you say Coke for all pot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me get that Coke record. It's not a Coke. It's a Fanta. <laughs> Stop calling it a Coke. Right. But if you just say it, you might, you might do a little better. Just saying names, y'all, y'all are just so, y'all, 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 don't, y'all don't understand how to nickname, y'all don't nickname right. Um, <laughs> nickname right. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you have next. My second round pick is Nestle Crunch. Mm. I will not disrespect it. It's a classic. Okay. Though I was not a fan of it. Too, I had it too often because my that's my mom's second favorite candy. Right. And so she would eat that, and I would steal some first all the time. And so I overate it. So mm. not as much as fat as I used to be, but they were good. Especially when you get the like little miniature ones. The miniature <laughs> ones hit like just that perfect bite. Mm-hmm. Mom, <laughs> Her other one, because I know it's not a nobody this, because I go, I go, I told you I go all kinds of special with her. With her, my mom, this was what my mom would do. She would get asked me to go to the store, and I'd have to get a uh, two liter uh, Pepsi. They didn't have a two liter, get a 20 ounce Pepsi, but mostly she wanted the two liter so that she could torture us with her pop. And then she had to be, I needed to get her a bag of Lay's potato chips, the original. Mm-hmm. I needed to get her Nestle Crunch and a bag of Raisinets. Uh. I know Raisinets ain't on no watch list. No. Is that on yours? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just checking. That's how my Like, I eat it. It's just not in my top five. My mom was fanatical about the Raisinets. But if I'm at the movies with a fresh thing of popcorn, I'm one of those weird people who will pour the raisinets in the popcorn. It's the salty sweet thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom did the same. <laughs> did wow. The same. Okay. What she went So my second round pick is my second crack. <laughs> it actually is one B on the crack cocaine Jesse list. <laughs> uh, and that is fruities. 
I will kill you. Fruities. What are fruities? They probably don't know what fruities are. Do we have any left? What are fruities? And I'm pretty proficient in things. Yeah, I'm pretty good with candies, too. That's not like fruities. So, so I'm going to grab bag for as much as try one. Okay. I'll give a flavor this one I have left is. Oh no, I think I might have there might be some no, let me get to that. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Like that was I didn't a know that's what they were called. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you see them? Oh, that means I'm keeping them myself. I didn't that, know that's what I didn't know that's what they were called. Yeah. I don't know how it's on the package. I never looked through. at it though. Yeah, yeah but I ain't had I ain't had those since I was probably like eight I, years old. Okay. Yo, this is my stuff. So what solidified my best friend Karen as family? You are awesome. I appreciate you. So we have candy warehouses in Chicago. So she went to this candy warehouse and it's like an eight pound bag, and she shipped it here. Oh, that's dope. That's cool. Four bags. That's no, awesome. it's more four. She gave me uh, was, uh, was a watermelon, there was a strawberry, there was a cherry, there was a grape. I love there was a these. Green apple. Mm. There's one of them. So six pack, six pack. I'm and she shipped them here. And he was like, forever, Karen is family. Like, <laughs> we break up. Karen is still family. <laughs> <laughs> she, she the only one I my room for. Karen is the real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> To the point, I was like, oh, great. Now we got fruities. He was like, no, we don't. And he literally hid them from me and started issuing them them out. Because Karen said she got them for me. It doesn't matter. We're together. But aren't you one? Like We are one. We're one. Our son is on I didn't know Every funny. now and then he would leave a fruity on my nightstand, like here, wow. I can't have to today. Ever to eat it, so I want to go take it back. That's the problem. He would. You, it can't sit not, there. You do not let fruity sit there and just look at you. You eat them. That's what they're there for. They're delicious. Now, y'all, I'm on my fruities. Hold on, I'll be right there. Don't be talking. Share. Just share, share them with the group. I don't know if I'm that stupid. It's a nostalgic type of treat. I, I, it's I, I, old school. And we would, we would like you just don't whip out the fruity. I'm going to talk to you while I'm gone. And I go to my hiding spot. Because I had to hide them. I had to, I had to rehide them. I know she found the first one. I did. I rehide them. Rehide them. So she would get to them. I only took a few. And that's why, let's see, I'm like my mom. My mom knew how much pop we drank when she was just, who, who drank my dog on? And if we had a small swing, I know how, I know when somebody has touched my fruit and take one. I know. That's crazy. So I had to rehide it. Now she ain't seen, she ain't found it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot so about if you want that. something, you better start praying in the seat right now. We'll see, we'll, we'll see what the Lord does. We'll see what the Lord does. <laughs> That's serious. You see what I have to go through? I was like, look, she my best friend. He was like, she sent them to me. And he literally, like, I had looked at him one too many times, and there we were. And this is this is what I have to deal with. Yeah, keep me lifted in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> he hoarding fruities. And that's, and that's the thing, like, as a kid and stuff like that, you're not looking at the, at the rapper. I didn't know that's what they were called, but I used to love those. The other ones, because when I pulled that out, I saw one that I remember. I used to love them, too. The Albert Fruit Chews. Picture. Just yeah, show me a picture. picture. <laughs> these, let me see. Look, back in the day, they used these to be ones. like... The name of it is on... You, as a kid, you not looking at the pack. I, I didn't. 
Those ones. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Love those growing up. Oh, that's what the name. The other ones. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You didn't know the name. You just eat the candy. I love these. Oh, I know. They almost made my list. Ah. There was some that was already out. So not so not even from a bag. Oh, that's me! Come on, you had them green apples. You had to go out here and bust them open, bust it open. You just, you just, you just, you she just, you got five hundred in a bag, right? And I'm gonna eat off. And you and just, this, and you just gifted us one. And this is why that dentist keeps you coming back. <laughs> hey, hey, somebody gotta have a job. Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm just trying to help folks keep a job. These are good. Oh man, I forgot about these. This just takes me back to like I don't know if y'all had the little penny candy store. Yes. <laughs> and they yes. have all that little all the everything. Listen, you could go. Dollar, you go into you go. <laughs> you go in there with a diabetic dollar coma <laughs> and get everything. I miss that growing up. If you've mm-hmm. never eaten a hundred fruities in one sitting, you don't know what life is. I never have. <laughs> he, said, he was like, due to the fact I like my life, <laughs> right? Okay, so we on a round, third round. Number three. At a draft. Mm-hmm. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. And it's the green apples, too. Anyway, I'm going to continue with round three. You don't get to continue. You, you, uh, you want to find <laughs> it. It's just that you're going to last this round. Michael, go ahead. What's your third round pick, sir? As she trying to rush me because she thinks she knows the host. My third round. Mike and Ike's. Good solid mm. pick. Good. What what's that face? Mike and Ike's a clutch. Now, I'm gonna I never like like them. Yeah. Especially it's a perfect it's a perfect movie candy. When you go to the when you go to the theater, go to the Dollar Tree first. Grab you some Mike and Ike's (laughs) and then go into the movie theater. Mike and Ike's. Original. Yeah. The the original the originals. With the with the traditional flavors. The only issue with Mike and Ike. Has nothing to do with Mike and Ike. It has nothing yeah. to do with how ignorant our society is today. They're now trying to make Mike and Ike a homosexual married couple. And all they were was just a candy. I don't know how candy what? is getting married. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. I don't, I don't got nothing against the LGBTQ plus community. You do what you do. Y'all ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, but can we just let candy be candy? Why Why? Why does it have to be? It's not even a person. Like, it, it, it's a candy. Is that what it's life is coming to? We are... T- we are, we are Taking, uh, we're, we're claiming candies now. Uh, for, I almost said something. I know it's going to be canceled. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Let me, let me, let me, let me. You, you know my mind. Let me just say it this way. Mm-hmm. Why not? You, you just. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Mm, Learn something new today. I know, right? I ain't know that. <laughs> Google it. That's there. That's crazy. I don't know what the result of it was, but yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried to, because they would on market them for Pride Month. And I'm like, why you, it's, it's candy. This is candy. It's candy. <laughs> it ain't that, even that, a candy that people eat often. It's movie theater candy. That, I don't know that, why it and movies go together, but it does. There was, a, there was <laughs> that, and there was, um. say there was a couple other candies they were trying to do that too. And then I heard, the last thing I heard about Mike and Ike was, then they got a divorce. So now there's just Mike and then there's Ike. 
I'm so like re- left and right Twix. Uh-huh. It oh, is not that it's the deep. Same thing. It is not a person. It's a candy. It's a candy. A good candy, delicious candy. Don't get me wrong, but a candy nonetheless. Oh wow. What's your second round? I mean your third round. What's your, what's your third round? What's your third round? Now and later. I hate you. Now, now later. later. <laughs> That's right. You gotta say it right. It's now later. It's not, not now and later. I know what now the later. fact says. It's one word. We have conditioned it to right. one word. Right. I'm so angry you took my mm-hmm. you took that. that is my third, well, close to my third crack. I was, I love, knowledge have a special place in my heart. Um, growing up in, in the church around, we did our annual fast at the end of the year, three day and three night, no food, no nothing fast. Right. Three straight days from, from noon the first day till New Year's morning. Mm. Three straight days, and I had to do it all the time. And so my, my mom had this friend named Essie Lincoln, Sister S. And she had this southern draw, even though she was from Pittsburgh. I don't know where she got the draw from. <laughs> and she always had this bright red lipstick on. She's about as short as my mom, so you can get kind of mm-hmm. spectacular. So I want you to think of like a, you seen, you seen Janelle, like think about maybe four inches taller than Janelle, and then mm-hmm. you got her size. Um, for y'all, I don't know. Uh, I, I have no, no point of reference at the moment. But maybe, maybe think about like maybe about five or six inches short. How, how tall are you? Uh, me? Yes, sir. Five eight. Five eight. Yeah, about maybe about five inches short. Maybe. That's what she looked like to me with the last tall kid. And she would talk like this. She'd come say, "Hi, Jess. You want some nylaters?" <laughs> and she always exclusively had the cherry. Mmm. Mm. And they smelled like smoke, but they were delicious. <laughs> and every year at the end of the fast, before right after we broke the fast with the apple, I would run right over to her in church and she had me three packs of knowledge. I was eating while bitch was still talking. Cause after after we broke the fast, he's still talking another hour and a half. You know, service was supposed to be over, but that's that's not here today. So it was has a special place in my heart. I'm so upset that you took it, but yeah, not later. Nine later. Nine later is wonderful. Since I said you're gonna last, since you was trying to trying to run this, I'm gonna come. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come again from my church roots. I'm not gonna go to my next crack. I'm gonna come from my church roots. Let's go my top five. My church roots. I'm gonna go with the strawberry bonbons. Now y'all who who have heard the Real Talk podcast, if you uh, if you oh, you said with the little strawberry candy yes, that they be having at church in their purse. Bonbons. Wait a minute, called. they're called strawberry bonbons. The, the, the one that looks like a strawberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then you suck it down, down and it cuts your tongue a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we literally had to look it up because that's the one candy I didn't know what it was called because I've never, I never seen the actual package. Mm. I only saw the candy in the wrapper. Me too. So JC was like, I got to find what this is called because we was all like, yes, yeah, strawberry bonbons. Or, 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 I was calling them uh, strawberry church candy because we've been in a black church, you know strawberry church candy is. And we looked up strawberry bonbons. I was like, just, just we've been eating bonbons all the time. Strawberry bonbons, that's what he said. Now, I didn't, I didn't fact check them all, but that's what he said. Otherwise, I'm gonna go back to calling it strawberry church candy. It's what? church candy. <laughs> I remember. But man, those things are delicious. Strawberry. My play godmother used to have them by the bag. Sure I enough. would, I mm. would destroy them. Yes. And there's different 
softnesses to them. Like some of them would be the ones that would cut your tongue when you put them. But some of them had an edge, yeah. consistency just right. And when you bit down, it was, oh man. Love yeah. See, we're all about education, and now you know. And no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Yo, what's, what's your, what's your uh, third round? What you got? Um, Twizzlers. I, I, I figured Twizzlers was going to be on your Twizzlers list. Twizzlers going to be on my list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only, only, <laughs> the, only the original red kind. Yeah. Well, see, I have a thing. Twizzlers, to me, taste like plastic. I like licorice. <laughs> Give me the, the oh. regular... Authentic licorice, the red. <laughs> yeah. Unless we're talking red vines. Now. That's what I'm talking about. Red vines. That's the licorice I'm talking about. The pull, the, the pull aways. Yeah, they're lo- but they're like mm-hmm. yeah. If I can't pull the individual rope off, I don't want it. Red vines. Yeah, like, red, red vines. I, I, I couldn't. I don't know why. I just could never get with those. Like if it's if it's like. <sighs> there are no Twizzlers available. I will eat it. But to me, it was always the classic Twizzler. Yeah, I'd be looking for red okay, vines. Yeah. I'd be like, where the red vines at? I don't want no Twizzlers. <laughs> Get these Twizzlers out of here. I'll see, I'll see Twizzlers or red vines. I'll say, where's some actually good candy? I don't want to settle. But if I have to settle, I'll settle first for red vines. And then I'll settle for not having candy at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to stay on you. Black licorice. What you got? Now this was a tough one for me, cause it's my, we in my top now. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to go with Snickers. I'll wait on some chocolate to hit your to hit your list for real. Snickers. Yeah. What I is that? I, 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 <laughs> I, I did not even, you know, I don't consider what you call anything. So I'm so glad you finally got some chocolate on your list. Wow. Yeah, and there's something about those little miniature Snickers. I was that. Yeah, those, <laughs> those hit hard. You can pop those all the time. I right. Like those. Just boop, boop. Yes. I'll eat Snickers or not. That's the only chocolate I've ever seen you eat. That's you don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's my, my, the other one I eat because if I do, it might be on somebody's list or not. It's not on mine. There's no chocolate on mine at all. So, you know. Uh, so Michael, what what is what is uh what's your fourth round? All right, so let me see. It's, it's getting a little hard, getting a little hard, but I feel like it's a classic. It's always clutch. Is a Hershey bar with almonds? Like my mom would love because yeah. she also loves Hershey's. Yeah, yeah. Go with the almonds, I like the almonds. Me too. Gotta she be almonds. I like the regular. Yeah. I miss them so much. She's Stupid allergies. Oh, wow. No, I'm allergic. Stupid 30s. <laughs> Took away my food. <laughs> Something about that texture, that smooth Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, with like the even almonds. the, I mean, the ones without almonds are good too. But it is, it's like a smooth chocolate that none of mm-hmm. the others have. It's just like, they're just perfect. Look. Yeah. Okay. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you had stuck with the Lord a little earlier, you would have been a little bit of 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 a little
Kit-Kats. Gotta have a Kit-Kat. You don't have to. It's perfect. It's just amount of little crunch, just amount of little chocolate, not mm-hmm. too much, just enough. Something about that snap. Yeah. That's the only ever really get through two at a time. So. That's why they make the little little Halloween size, mm-hmm. just little, two little pieces in there. <laughs> that was too much. All right. So my number four, I got I got some bangers left on mine, and I just don't know where I want to go with it. I have an idea, but I don't know. Okay. Um. All right. Let me just go ahead and go for a movie classic. I'm a since you like movies and, and, and movie classics like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a movie classic as well. I'm gonna go with the Sour Patch Kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All flavors, all varieties. Mm-hmm. You never go wrong with those. Mm. So I pass you. <laughs> 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 you can have those. I love So when I came across that lemon one, and it, <laughs> that was good stuff. Was good stuff. I don't know why I like that shot, but I just like that shot of the lemon in it. It's, it's not as sour as it used to be anymore. But it used to be so much more sour. What was the name of the gum that was like sour, like the sour balls? Oh, but oh. they were sour, but they were a gumball, though. Yeah, no, just you know I can't think of the name. Is it, was it Airheads? Was it Airheads? It, air, oh, it wasn't Airheads. No, no. no. Um, I can't remember what they were called. I man, but they. But those, as far as like Ooh. the yeah, like, yeah, really was sour. It was like sucking on lemon. You like sour candies? No, not particularly. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's trying to chime in. Like the sour, nah, <laughs> sour <laughs> toys. If you don't really like the sour and you want to just have the sour patches in the house, try the sour patch strawberries. Okay. Now I'll do a Sour Patch Kid, but like all the other, nah. Cause you remember those like like the little jawbreakers? They used to make them little sour yeah. ones. Warheads? Was yeah, the, yeah Warheads. Warheads. That's what it was. Yo, your whole face be like yeah. scratched up. Yeah. I could not fit. I Never finished. And I was uh, it all after walk, so I'm like, I can't. That's too much. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> really sour. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's end this like we started. They didn't say more. So, Michael, who is your last round? Who is your, who is your, 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 your top of the NFL draft? Who is your Mr. Irrelevant for your, for your top five round, not your top five, fifth round? Man, this is so hard because I have like three different directions I want to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it one time for the church culture. Got to have a little regular Starlight Mints. They clutch. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? You get a church for a minute, pop one. You know, some the the old church mother her uh her uh sugar gone down, pop one, you know what I'm saying? Like hey, I gotta go that route. I thought I would be in church with the church. You took it back, son. Gotta keep him in your bag. I, I, I Right. That is too. So this is this is the last one. Mm-hmm. My, well, I don't really. It is not really like on my list, but remember the the butterscotch candies. 
Yes. Yes. I'm just. I know. I'm just asking y'all. Yeah, remember, yeah. I'm just asking oh, you. Yeah. But not, not the word is the word is that's bougie. You talking about them regular little like the the, 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 the great, yeah. That was another. That was another church mother candy. That's right. Yeah. And then we had the little golden wrapper. Yes. Yes. As I said, I was yeah. going into the the the, cult, the church culture uh candy moment for a second. So with the butterscotch. But no, I would go Reese's Reese cups. And that's the other chocolate that I. She made. Oh, yeah, she made. Wait, 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 Because they're variety. Yes, it is. Then you got the pieces, mm-hmm. and you got the actual cups. For me, partic- being particular, I like the pieces. Oh, you want greasy pieces opposed to cups? Okay, you made opposed to cups. She, she wants to go cups. I like the. I like the. I like. Ooh, because I was about to challenge myself. I, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of candy with uh, peanut butter in it. Really? Yes, I'm not. Like every now and then, I'll eat like a Reese's piece, but yeah, like, like no. the best thing is a Butterfinger, like a Butterfinger Hurricane from like uh, Dairy Queen yes. or um, Handles back home. Now I will like, eat a Butterfinger every now and then, but it's not like peanut buttery, even though it has the flavor. But yeah. you know that consistency. Really? Yeah. It's it's good. But now I do like a I do like a Butterfinger milkshake. That's the only time I'll eat it. Is the yeah. Butterfinger has to be in the ice cream. Just like a, a Heath bar. <laughs> a like Heath bar milkshake. is great in a milkshake. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. or a milkshake. Yeah, that's it. Don't yeah. but like to eat it by itself. Yeah, no, no, I won't. So much. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What kind of devil am I hitting on my pocket? <laughs> <So good. laughs> ah, Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Don't mess with my Butterfinger butter milkshake or ah, like the hurricane uh, or like it, the ice cream. Toenails mm-hmm. and skunk urine. Why would anybody eat that? Oh my it's god! Oh, Go, going back to Ohio, Culver's would have that. Yes. Yep. And it'd be so thick. Oh, they had it a, was thick because <laughs> it was dying. They had Culver's in Savannah, and yeah, I would go get me one. Butterfinger milkshake. It was so mm-hmm. good. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. It's good uh, stuff. Uh, that might. Uh, that might be the uh, most egregiously <laughs> said today. Butterfingers. Oh, they are. They're that bad and worse. The devil is in butterfingers. I will eat Mexican food before I eat a butterfinger ever. Wow. Oh, that's your, that's your, that's your. That's just no, no, pull no. out some butterfingers. <laughs> your opening. Go ahead and eat some Mexican. You know, I'm talking about she's going to have to have a gun to my head and I believe she's going to shoot me and I think I might go to hell if I die. Oh, Lord. Because if I'm going to heaven, go ahead and shoot me. I'm going to say, I'm going to put a body to be pregnant. <laughs> I don't believe she gonna shoot me. If she gonna shoot me. I'm going to see Jesus. She going to hell. I win. Uh, I need somebody who I believe is gonna shoot me. I have to have a fear that there's a chance that that day I might be going to hell and I choose. And if I got to choose, I'm gonna choose Mexican food because butterfingers are disgusting. They make your breath smell like diarrhea. They just are oh, wow. tasting. The wafer in the middle of it is just Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it is oh no, but she should have I'm very I'm very I paint pictures when I talk. I just I I'm gonna give you give it all the tea. It's just uh Sir. Uh, yeah, you remember the old cartoons where were like the like pies or whatever they had the 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 uh the hand smell? Mm-hmm. So the, the mist was like oh. it would grab Yeah, grab by the nose and they float in the air <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Except take that hand And let it now turn into a fist And knock you out 
that's how it your breath smells after, after you finish your Butterfinger. Like, that is god awful. I need to go to the store and get one of those variety packs. I got the little bite sized Butterfinger in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so when, when I visit your church, please don't have eaten that before you pray over me because I promise you. Uh, the church ain't gonna like me because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna talk about you cuss and run because I butt friends god awful god y'all they're god awful I just uh ugh, ugh. all right let's move on let's move on because I'm, I'm just uh, I'm having this horrible flashback I had a friend who loved those dog on things so what's what's your what's your your um so yeah Reese Cup was on my list but it's specific like I don't know what they say it's not different but it's the Reese Cup pumpkins or at Easter time it's the eggs they're different I don't know they said that the recipe is not different they, they, they taste different they taste different mm-hmm. they do taste different and they taste worse I, if I'm gonna eat a Reese Cup <laughs> if I'm gonna eat a Reese Cup I'm gonna eat a classic original Reese Cup and then if I have to take a secondary, give me the little mint or small one. Have y'all done the white chocolate? Yeah, I've done the white chocolate. I haven't done that one. How is I, it? So don't don't I, do I, that. I'm that will make you not a fan of it. Okay. Like it, the the white chocolate tastes like molasses. I, I'm, I'm oh. a chocolate raisin. It doesn't so taste I, chocolate. I chocolate to be black. I don't know why. Like it's supposed to be. I don't I don't do white chocolate. I'm so all, it's like peanut butter and molasses. Black chocolate yeah, lives matter. Okay, this is what this is. Okay, this is not what we, we don't we don't bring up white chocolate. That's not. Oh goodness. Okay. That's not what we do around here. Oppressive candies. Anyway, uh, my last my last one's difficult because I got some ones still sitting on my list. Let me grab off a couple that I have still sitting on my list. Just to what the list. I got Skittles still sitting on my list. I have Laffy Taffy still sitting on my list. I have Starbucks still sitting on my list. And I have Airheads <laughs> still sitting on my list. Airheads. I took Airheads, didn't I? No, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. No. Uh, I don't know how to look at a list. I don't know how to look at a list. The only thing you took that, that, that was on my list was Jolly Ranchers. Those are my favorite. Um, and so I'm like, White ones, I don't know. Ones. I love the Airheads because they also have gummy Airheads as well. And those are delicious too. Um, I like the Taffy Airheads and the gummy Airheads. I love Laffy Taffy except for the banana one, so that, that kind of knocks them down a partial notch because in every variety pack bananas. there's a banana. Bananas are horrible. And the banana now laters. All disgusting. Unless banana now laters do be hitting though. They do. <laughs> <laughs> banana now laters and pineapple now laters can go suck an egg. Like, nah, I'm cool with that. Nah. Nope, nope, that's the devil. Um. I, I almost want to pick Skittles, but their their commercials are starting to get creepy, and I don't like them. Since <laughs> they had the the STD Skittle, I'm done. I'm Wait, done. what? The dude had Skittles on his face, mm. and she ate the Skittle off his face, and now she contracted oh, it. So I, I call that a Skittle. It's STD. better than the Super Bowl when they ran in Germany. No, I was going to with talk the about wedding them. night Skittles. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, how can I put this? In delicate terms for all of y'all who are like, oh my god, I can't believe the bells are talking like that. Um, um, let's just say that there was a shower upon the upon the bride of Skittles, Skittles coming from the man. Huh. R. Kelly, but with Skittles. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that commercial. Yeah, it was in Germany. Yeah, they banned it here. It was going to be an idea. It was supposed to be a Super Bowl commercial. And FCC was like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> That's crazy. We're not gonna let you get away with that. So I'm gonna go with. I had to think about which I eat more out of what was left. 
Um, since knowledge is off the list, because knowledge is going to help complete my list, somebody decided to go ahead and steal on the design. Um, I'm going to go with Starburst. All flavors. I mm. Starburst one. That's a good classic. Mm. Yeah. I ain't mad at that choice. So, our final lists are, well, our, our, so here's this in case you want to try and trade with anybody. Micah has peanut M&M's, Nestle Crunch, Micah Nights, Hershey Bar with Almonds, and the Hallelujah Starlight Mints. <laughs> Chanel has the way back, you've really got to think about it, Caramel Apple Suckers, the Boston Baked Beans, <laughs> Nihilators, she wants to give you a break with her Kit Kat. Oh, I'm sorry, that didn't sound right. Oh, <laughs> man, uh, and there was. I was trying to make sure it's not me. No, I, I, was, I wouldn't do that. It didn't even dawn on me like that. I started to go putting little, little, little stuff in between everybody's can. I was like, oh, that just gave me a break. Oh, no, I, Tina, I'm so sorry. Let me run that back. Uh, <laughs> She has Kit Kat bars. I mean, yeah. Moving on, uh, sir. And, 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 and the counterfeit um, Reese's cup called Reese's Pieces. It's not counterfeit. It's they're just bite size. That's no, all. No, they taste nothing like a Reese's cup. So they're, they're just bite size. No, no, they taste nothing like a Reese's cup. So Et fun, huh? Right. Falanda <laughs> <laughs> has uh, the Manor Bar, otherwise known as what you call it. She has the sensational Jolly Rancher sticks. The I can't believe she put this on her list. Twizzlers, Snickers, and the the seasonal. Thank God they only come around once or twice a year. Reese's cup pumpkin slash Reese's cup eggs. I also throw candy corn on there if you don't know. Thank you. The more we hung out today during this podcast, the more I really just like you, sir. <laughs> Aside from some questionable candy choices, you, you are a solid dude. I like that. Candy, candy corn. Candy corn tastes like wax. Yes, yes, and so is the Reese's Cup pumpkin eggs. Yes, oh. yes, it's, it's like. Oh, you know no, sir. I don't, I don't exactly know how to phrase it. Put that in and my Instacart list. Hold on. We're not <laughs> We could also say it is the uh, a fruit cake of candy. Oh, fruit cake. And it is a cousin of Peeps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> not the great of them, the why do, why do people right. eat those? Candy corn. So, you know how you those seasonal candies? <gasps> candy corn is the whack candy of Halloween season. Peeps are the whack candy of the yeah, Easter season. But they promote it like it's top tier. Yes, yeah, because white people want to make that is horrible. Marshmallowy sugar. It's just horrible. Why do people eat? They don't. They make you eat them. The people who, who manufacture and promote them, they don't eat them. Don't eat that, huh? Nobody who eats them except this psychopath. No, I do not eat peeps. peeps. I do not. Oh no, I'm talking about Mm-mm. peeps. Candy cookies, uh, Andy's Reese's Cup pumpkin egg. All of the same. <laughs> Psychopath. All of you. <laughs> I don't do peeps. 
I think I might have built one. I don't have to be like maybe 10 or 11. And I spit that thing right back out. Last and time I had a pizza was in my Easter basket. No. And I was like, eh, no. <laughs> I know you got to get to it. But you know what was so disappointing about Easter? We used to get the Easter basket and you had the chocolate bunny and you buy it into it and it was hollow. Yes. It was like, you, you think it's going to be like just chocolate and it's like hollow. It's yeah, that was terrible. so disappointing. I agree. I, 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 so I'm going to disappoint you even more. I didn't get those. The only time I ever had the chocolate bunny was one time in school. Oh, oh yeah, my childhood was my depressing. Childhood was not like why did, why did you have an Easter basket? We, we didn't do Easter. We did Resurrection Day. Oh, so didn't do the Easter egg hunts and none of that. Right. So it's only Resurrection Day. If it wasn't Resurrection Day, we don't we don't deal with the bunny on Jesus' oh. day. Yeah. The bunny didn't die for your sins. You better not bring that devil over here. You Rabbits can still don't lay the candy eggs. though. Right. Rabbits don't lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> my mom allowed us to die eggs one time that I can recall in my lifetime for me. One time. And she was like, never again. And it's my fault. That one was my fault. Because I was, I was a little kid. And like, so we died the egg. And I don't eat eggs anyway. But what I did was, because real eggs, what I did was I kept it. Put it in the room. <laughs> forgot about it. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> And my mom was mad. That room was two months later. Oh. Two months? Yeah, yeah you mom. deserve all that whooping. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you ain't smell it? <laughs> I, like, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in my room. Okay. But that thing I had to. That thing Thank had to walk down the hallway or something. Three floors. I was on third floor. Three floors down. My mom looked every day. She not right. She got to deal with the sewer because the, 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 the street that we grew up on, that I grew up on before we moved, the street was, it was known for having sewage issues. So, the sewage is gone down. What is going on? I'm just so sick of that. That is wild. She went upstairs to the third floor. I don't know if it's to my room or to Josh's room, one of two. And when she walked past my room, which didn't have a door because that's how we did, uh, but I was on the third floor, so it was all right. She walked past it. I'll kill him. <laughs> she cleaned her room and found it. I came home from school. My name wasn't even Jesse. It was nigga. And my mom <laughs> doesn't really say anything about it. My dad said it all the time. He, I, and Paul Mooney, all three of us say it a thousand times that keeps our teeth white. My mom almost never said nigga. When she said nigga instead of my name and not even my full name, which she was often prone to do when she was mad, she looked at me and just said nigga. I knew whatever I did, I was going to die that day. <laughs> Why did you leave an egg in your room? Oh, you found my egg. I, I forgot all about it. You left that egg. That was not supposed to go in your room. I'd have killed you, boy. It could, yeah, it was a whole thing. So, I, I, we did nothing. We did nothing today. Nothing today. It's a wrap. So, my list was Swedish Fish, Fruity, stra uh, Strawberry, Bon Bon, star uh, Starburst, and Sour Patch Kids. Anybody want to trade anything? I want you now, later, but I don't. I don't have anything. I think that you want for my now, later. So um, I'll let you keep the now, later. Unless you, that's the only thing on your list that you have that I want is now, later. You know what? I take the strawberry bones. No, you won't. No, you won't. I mean, no, you won't. I don't have any of them strawberry bones. That's not a trade. I am saying sanctify the holy over here, <laughs> and 
I am, I am just under my Two pastors have to stay holy. And I, I am in competition with his holy right now because he busted out with the starlight mints that I hadn't even thought about. So I can give up my sanctification and right to get into heaven by giving up some by giving strawberry bonbons. I'm a, I gotta go find them now. Now I'm like, what? <laughs> now that I know the name of that strawberry bonbons. I'm gonna go find just, them. Just go in the dollar store and look at the candy aisle. You'll find them. They won't be called strawberry bonbons, but you'll see the package. They just there. They just. Yeah, I'm to go grab some. <laughs> see, anybody want to trade? Nah. Alright, cool. I'm good. So, I'm good. We have all this locked in. Go on the Real Talk Facebook page. You can see this. And I might even, uh, on Anchor, I might even put up a poll to see which one you think is better. But we have our list. And this is what it is. Let us know which one you think is the better list. Now we're going to close out with the last part of the Real Talk banter. Can you show I was going. I was trying to show okay. this, but you wasn't going to do it all the time. I don't want to get into over here trying to produce, and she and she and, and you know she fires the producer. This is not my fault. I ain't do this. Get your kid phone. Who a spinach quesadilla? Now see, now see, see that I'm right sorry. there? Tom all does because we expedite stuff and she ain't paying no attention. This, this that is does sound good though, spinach quesadilla. That sounds good. Spinach quesadilla. Oh, that do sound good. It does not sound good. What's the sound? Delectable. That sounds real good. Where can we get one of those? Make it at the house. Make it at the house. Okay. Yeah. I need to ask y'all what y'all think is good because that does not sound good at all. Mm-hmm. Yes, it do. Do you? Well, never mind. I would say you don't like good. you don't like Mexican, so so it's just the way I'm saying. I don't like Mexican. Some of you say I talk about things saying I don't like the people. No, I don't like Mexican food. food. How do you put the food at the end of that? Sorry, food. <laughs> My bad. Do you like, do you like grilled cheese sandwiches? Oh, yeah, he loves. All the quesadilla is is a, a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> on the tortilla. Yeah, it's the same. Grilled cheese sandwich. I say it's that mess. No, it, it is. is. It literally it is. is. It is the same. First of all, the cheese ain't even the same. Second of all, the bread ain't the same. The butter ain't the same. Don't tell us nothing. It depends on where you get from. You can use the same cheese. I can make you some. I don't do counterfeits. I do the authentic. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't do counterfeits. My my God is a God of authenticity, and so I like. We are okay. talking about grilled cheese. And Jesus is in the grilled cheese. What you mean? <laughs> If I was Catholic, I would tell you that they found Jesus' face in a grilled cheese sandwich. I remember that. I'll tell you that right now. Jesus. The devil has. Especially with the fire that comes out the back end when they finish one. I ain't never had that problem. Who? I ain't never had that problem with no quesadilla. (laughs) What kind of quesadilla did you have? That should not be a thing. I have a grilled cheese sandwich. Hey, everyone. So jewelry will not only enhance your outfit, but also your mood and confidence. Maya Jordan, your favorite paparazzi consultant, has all the fabulous looks at an even more fabulous price. Also, ask me how to join the winning team and make your own income. I love what I do and you can too. Add me on Facebook. Again, my name is Maya, M-A-Y-A Jordan, and feel free to inbox me for more info. All right, so <laughs> let's go on to the second part real quick uh, so we can go ahead and get about here. I got folks yawning in my face and I used to stay in this late and one of, us, one of us got to preach tomorrow. The other one can just stand up there and look and wave and I'll let you all decide which one will be the one. <laughs>
That was funny to me. Forget y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm fully accepting of my standing way. Praise him. Uh-huh. Oh, so you gonna be more standing way? I was my first about lady. <laughs> that first is, lady face. I got preaching at my church tomorrow, so I can stand away, but I'll be okay. He got to feed his folk. I can just look. I'm just, y'all hired a mercenary today. Um, so my wife and I were discussing underrated actors and actresses, and I figured, what better way to figure out, or what, what, what better kind of topic to go with than to talk about our, our the most underrated actors and actresses that we could think of? And I gave, and I said that we were going to do three, so we're going to do it a different way, especially for time's sake. See, I know how to, I know how to run my show. What I was gonna do you was we was gonna we was gonna name one off at a time like we did, and then discussing and then you know kind of discussing see who who's who. I'm not gonna do it that way. We're just gonna do it this way. We're gonna go around and we'll name our three, and just talk about why those three, and just, and just see how to make it make it make it, make it that way. We can expedite some of the top some of the time, and you know because folks is over here sleeping. I don't want y'all sleeping while y'all driving and everything and stuff. Because I am responsible, I got the kind of choice. <laughs> Your pop, top podcast is not paying for accidents or nothing. And as you can see, the room that used to have bed no longer has bed in it. So, unless you want, unless you like tables and and and, 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 and uh, uh, what are the things called recliners. Um, yeah, yeah. So there we go. So, Chanel, who was your three actor and or actresses that that you felt were underrated, and, and why those people? Okay, my first one is Bukin Woodbine. Mm. I, I, I cannot think of who he is. I'm horrible with names. You got to tell me who should, I don't from. Um, oh, uh, Dead Presidents, Jason's Lyric. He always played crazy. Life, ball head dude. Tall, black Ooh, guy. Where's my phone? Hold on, let me find my yeah. phone. He got to Google. He, oh, he got it. Right now, what's his name again? Bukin Woodbine. Woodbine. You'll know who it is when you see him. He played I'm the baby Pepe. <laughs> he played in Ray Queen. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to put no full to him. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Him. Um, I picked Jack Black. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they both Oh. <laughs> uh, our interesting may have been in use and I promise you it was for two different things. Okay. Jack Black almost made my list. That's why. I like Jack Black. He's done some of my little favorite little kid. I'm such a big kid, but he does all the Kung Fu Panda. School Rock is like one of my favorite movies by him. Um, he's done Tropic Thunder, Anchorman, the Jumanji's. He done any Enemy of State. And Shallow Howl, which I didn't even know that. Yeah, Shallow Howl was good. You know, he was really good in, um, what was the one um, we said? Which one? Um, It was the one where he played the techie I... IT guy. Oh, um, you just you just read it on your it was, list. It was, unex, it was unexpected kind of a role for him too because he wasn't really enemy of state. Yeah, enemy of the state with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that one. Which yeah. to me is arguably Will Smith's greatest movie of all time, but that's a whole other time. Not Independence Day because you know people always talk about Independence Day. Will Smith went toe to toe with some of the greatest actors and actresses of all time and stood and held his own. Mm-hmm. He went toe to toe with Regina King. He went toe to toe with Gene Hackman. And people talk more about Will's performance than Gene Hackman, and Gene Hackman was a powerhouse, especially back then. Like that was that was a role where Will was not overly actiony, but it wasn't overly drama. It was like the right balance, and he had no comedic element to it. For all those like, oh, I gotta be silly. No, right. It was it was it was authentic. It was great performances. And yes, 
Jack Black in it was wonderful as well. Like that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my last guy. Make sure I'm saying his name right. Teron Egerton. 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 He. Teron. T a r o n. And last name Egerton. He's pretty cool. He played um, Elton John in Rocket Man and Kingsman. Gotcha. Okay. I like him too. He's really good. He's a good actor. So those are my three. That's my three. All right, so my three, we're going to start with Giancarlo Esposito. He, for like decades, has knocked it out the park every role. He can play pretty much every nation, any nationality you think about. He's covered it. He's solid, and he like he's one of those you don't ever feel like he's acting, mm-hmm. you know, from school days all the way up into uh, Breaking Bad mm-hmm. to the, Bad. the boys on uh, Prime. Mm-hmm. Like he he's great in mm-hmm. every single role. He like pulls you in. So he's like one, uh, two. Hear me out. This is gonna be unorthodox. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Here, here's, okay. But here, here's here, here's why. Okay. Because I feel like you no know, people know him, mm-hmm. but they don't really talk about his acting. Okay. That's what I said. Because if you think about it, as silly as he is, he plays his characters very straight. Like he's serious, <laughs> but he's not serious. Where it's like, no, I'm just doing this. <laughs> like if you think of like uh, Talladega Nights or Anchorman. Uh, any of the uh, Tropic, uh, Tropic, not not uh, pro uh, semi pro or the Step Brothers, old school. Old school. He's like very si- like he's like I'm gonna be really serious right now. Like <laughs> where he's like approaching it very like serious, but like he his smash his timing everything is just clutch. And you don't think about they don't talk about him as far, as far as awards yeah. as one of the best actors. So that's why I would say underrated. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, but boy, then, blue. Then my third would be Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto, Hotel Rwanda. You got Devil in the Blue Dress, which he was, to me, he stole Devil in the Blue Dress as Mouse. Like he came in, smashed that role, uh, House of Lies. Um, Oh, Talk to Me. I really liked him in Talk to Me. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Don Cheeto would be my third. Okay, okay. I'm about to actually move this mic over to you because apparently your mic is out and I am not about to move My mic is out? Yes. Oh. Somehow yours went out so we're going to slide it over so I'm going to go too far. It's not 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 going to now I know I'm from Chicago and now. Like mostly I'm a support, but Common has came such a long way as an actor. You are the best part of the day. <laughs> I love Common, but he oh, is not. He is still. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I see. I see. It's okay, Common. You're still underrated. You're still growing, and I see. I don't think he's underrated. I just think he's under. <laughs> What was what was the movie with him and uh, Keanu Reeves? I'm having a blank. All the fight stuff. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, he was in. I oh, think. Uh, uh, come on, you know it's the series of movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What was What's it? his name? Oh, 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 o
John Wick. Thank you. Yeah. I was yeah. like, he was very <laughs> smoking, smoking, smoking aces. Last holiday. It's all. What was the basketball one when he's a basketball player? Just right. That is my movie. That's like one of my favorite movies. But he's very like he wickedy 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 whack. No type of emotion or any type of <laughs> cadence to his voice when he talks. That is probably the worst pick of the day. But go ahead, go ahead. I just want to show how I feel about your picks. I'm I'm almost ashamed to call you my wife right now. Just want to make sure. I shouldn't just share my mic at all. So my second choice, and the reason mic. why this even became a banter in the first place, Aldis Hodge. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So like for people, I allow her to keep all right, I gotta, I gotta see who that is. Mm-hmm. You don't sure. know Elvis? Oh no, don't Elvis. Don't believe, El, no, I'm gonna this. Up for you. <laughs> if you don't know Aldous Hodge, you need to know this man. This man is outstanding. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He played in Girls Trip, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Bum Girls Trip. You need to see City on the Hill. You need to see Leverage. Okay. Yeah, leverage. He was great on leverage. You gotta see Black Adam. You should see Black Adam. Boys in the hood. Boys in the hood. He was MC Ren. Oh, <laughs> he did one night in Miami. He mm. is. I'm sorry. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. He was MC Ren. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I got some homework. I gotta watch some movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, City on the Hill and, and Leverage. They're, they're television shows, and he is. Okay. Amazing. Okay. All right, and so my third choice, we're not going to think that she's underrated, but she really is. Because there's no reason why she has not gotten an Academy Award yet. And out of her 74 nominations for awards in her lifetime, she's only gotten 20 awards. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett. Why in the world is it Queen Angela gotten more awards? I will never understand. It frustrates me. Why is she not... Yeah. Pretty much after what love got to do with it, I don't understand people. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. She is everything. I'm sorry, but Angela is everything. She is. I think yeah. she's fire. She's do you fire. think do you think she's underrated though? I was thinking that myself. Like, so I don't, I don't for us, her. no. She is basically right. invisible. <laughs> You know, I, but but you know, but I but I'll say that because one of my other options was Regina King, so it's kind of similar because I wouldn't call Regina King. You know, but, but it's kind of the same thing because if you think about like even Regina King, how she has grown as an actress and she's really smashed her roles. She's always in, a, in an ensemble cast. She's never really the headliner making the top dollar mm-hmm. where, the, where she was another ethnicity. Same she thing for Angela. Have. She would be every role, oh, she's up for this or, you know, she's now the top actress. So, I get that. Where I get that, the reason I wouldn't call either one of them underrated, as much as I love them, and I absolutely do, I wouldn't call either one of them underrated because, I look at it like this, they're, uh, not only are they always working, but I don't, I don't look at the awards to validate how good they are. I look at the fact that when you hear other actors and actresses talk about them, their name is always coming up, white or black. People talk about Angela, people talk about Regina, and people talk about Viola. Those three names have like yeah. started wrong. They, if this had been seven-ish years ago, I would have read they're underrated. But they have their names have been skyrocketing to, hey, we want somebody 
that we want a black female, we want them. They, those three names are like the uh, uh, Gabrielle Union, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Carrie Washington? No, 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 no. Oh. Think, think 90s. Um, oh, the 90s. Uh, what's her name? Neil Long? Uh, Neil Long, that's what's the The Gabrielle Union, the Neil Long, the, that group that, that spearheaded a lot of black actresses in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Those three names are like that. Like, if you'll get a role as a black actress, if one of those three don't want the role, mm-hmm. like that, so for me it's like that. I I I can kind of see it, but at the same time I'm like, mm, I don't know if I call them underrated. For the for the lack of respect that she has really gotten, like from from the awards, I know you don't feel like the awards are validity. Like by far at this point in her, like not even just acting, but just her directing, her producing, her her range, her variety that she has been able to show. Right, and now and, and I would take it a step further. Not, not even the awards. It's just that when you think about major movies, how many movies has Angela Bassett been the headliner of? Like she is the vehicle. Yeah. How many movies is Regina King the star of? It's like Regina King in. Yeah. Uh, Angela well, Bassett in. They're not like Halle Berry. Well, see, here's the thing, though. With especially like a Regina King, the reason that I I really hesitate on that one is because. So I'll look at Regina King, right? She now directs and produces her own stuff. And she's not putting herself even there. Mm. So I'm like, ah. if you can if you can run your own stuff and you're not even casting yourself as the lead, and she's put herself in some of her own stuff and not put herself as the lead. The only thing she put herself as the lead in was the watchman. And that's because it was such a, a passion project for her right. that she I really want. But other the whole lot of other stuff she never she hasn't put herself as the end. And so like I, I can't be upset if you're not even doing it, right? For uh for for Angela, I don't know how many movies and this as good as an actress as she is, I don't know how many movies that I can think of at the time frame where she was especially at her pinnacle that came out with female leaves in them that I would replace that female lead with Angela. And she is, Angela Bass is one of my favorite actresses of all time. She really is. But I just don't know if I would be like, if I insert Angela here into this particular role, the movie's going to be exponentially better because she's just that much better of an actress. So it may have been a case where she looked at the role and was like, I don't want it. For, I would need to see Angela take on the role of a lead in a movie and want it and and then say, okay, you should have been in this from the but from the, her body work that, that I've seen, other roles that made that, that she may have been up for. I'm like, I don't know if because who was her competition at the time? It, whether we're talking black or who was her competition at the time? She went up against what Holly Burton. Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield, yeah. And Lynn is great, but I'm taking, I'm taking... But I'm saying, if you think about... Right, but if you think about that era, when you think of Thin Line Between Love and Hate and some of those movies around that time when Lynn Whitfield was like... And, but wouldn't you consider that necessarily an ensemble? Because it was Martin, it was... Uh, right, that's, the, that's kind of the well, point. No, but I'm just saying, as far as acting and contemporary, now... 
Angela superseded Lynn, but they were kind of in that same space around that time. And, you know, Angela continued to kind of go further where Lynn kind of like tapered off a little bit. But here's the thing to think about. Not to say that she's up for this role. Imagine, and this is going to sound crazy, Devil Wears Prada, you can easily put Angela Bassett in that role. Yes. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you she, could. She, she, with, with her. She changed the entire dynamic of the movie. No, I'm just saying. No, who yeah. Anna Wintour is. If you don't no, know no, who no, Anna Wintour is, but I'm just saying, easily could do that. Himself. I mean, because of how Angela would have played it mm. versus how it was actually played, it changed the whole dynamic. There was, I don't think. I think she would have played it exactly I like that. See her do yeah. that. So I've watched her in American Horror Story. Yes, she's great in. Oh my God, she's great in everything. She so does. she can do that cold, that level of cold blooded. No, no, not, like she can do the that. elegance and yeah, the yes. like all of that. I, I, not changing anything about how it's done. Yeah. Just her in a role. I think she would have done that role. I would like to see that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Did she, and, she would and, do and that. The past like I said, she is probably one of my favorite actresses of all time, black or white. She really, I love Angela Bassett, but I. I, I, for me, I wouldn't call her underrated. I think that she deserves more, but I don't think she's underrated. Like I, feel, I think for her skill set, I feel like she's definitely underrated. Oh no, I, I, I respect the fact that 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 you know that's where you're coming from. It's just for me, I just I, I feel like there is that there there like there should have been something else in. other than Stella got her groove back, mm-hmm. and what's love got to do it where she should have been the lead. Like she could have, like there should be more leading roles for her. Right. Well, hold on, let's, let me do a check because I, I think I think we may we may be missing something for her before I get to my list because you you may want to think now, and this is why I like conversation like this. Uh, here we go. Yeah, and way the exhale is more ensemble. Yeah. So you know. Um. Because their roles were linear in that. Like, yeah. you needed all four of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was... Uh, they're, they're calling her the lead in Malcolm X. The lead actress in Malcolm no. X. No. No. I'm, I'm just reading what they said. Because when you look at it, it says Denzel Washington, Malcolm yeah. X. It don't say Angela Bassett. Well, she was the lead actress. Right. Actor, the, yeah. Right, but when, we, when I think... I think of Marquis. Lead, lead. Yeah, like, yeah. Marquis. She's the selling point. Uh, Oh, I forgot about Jackson's The American Dream. That's that's wonderful. That's that's just a me favorite. Yeah, she was good in there. Oh. Catherine. But still supporting actress, supporting actress, supporting actress, supporting actress. And, and honestly, the truth be told, you can say that for almost every black actress that is that's acting now and has been acting, with the exception of Holly Berry, mm-hmm. who cannot act. Is not a great actress at all. Like I think she's better. Y'all may have y'all may have hit a blasphemous moment. (laughs) It's she's not as bad I think as people want to make her out to be, but she is absolutely not that great either. The 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 thing the one positive I'll say about her, she's not as bad as Paula Patton. That's, yeah. that's not really a compliment, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> take it however you want to take it. Once again, that's like candy corn versus Mexican food. Not, oh, no, no, no. That's not a compliment there. You're, 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 no. you're, you're you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> so here's mine, here's mine. I, I went with two. You'll know them. 
I don't know if you'll know, but I don't know if most people know. So for me, when I was dealing with underrated, I was like, okay, who has done phenomenal in acting roles and you really probably don't know their name at all? I went with Jeffrey Donovan, first person I went with. Yeah, you don't even know the name, huh? But you know who he is. I know you know who he is. Jeffrey Donovan, the thing you'll know him the most from is Burn Notice. Michael Weston. Oh. Okay. This dude, oh, the reason why I told you to watch the new Law and Order? Yes. This dude's facial expressions and his uh, his range is ridiculous. If you watch Burn Notes, which was not that great of a show, although I love binging it, and you watch him in the role of Michael Weston and how he goes from these extremes in a very well-controlled manner, because of the character he's supposed to play. He's a burned spy, and, and he finds himself in these different situations where he has to play the character of something else in order to do a job. So he goes from, at one moment, being a normal person to the next, in the, in the same scene, from being a normal person to now he's a mobster, to then he's a, he's a, he's a, a straight-up thug gangster, to being a business executive, to like, all, and, and he plays them very distinctly. So it's not like you're seeing, oh, this is Jeffrey Darwin, Michael Weston playing a character. This is, oh my God, is he doing the is he doing the Eddie Murphy and doing multiple characters in the same show? That's really how it feels when he does it. He is really, really good. Uh, he did this the show that I really can't get past the show is horrible, he's still good at on on Hulu. Um it's like one eye or something like that. It's a, it's a really stupid show, but he's good. Like I've never seen the few things I've seen in him, and I've never seen him do anything bad. Should I? Should I? That's what it was. Yeah, he never seen him do anything bad. The stuff I've seen him in, and he always blows my mind. He is just that good. The next one is one of my favorites. Um, I like people who can do a, mo a good monologue. Like if you can deliver a great monologue. Well, I know you who just, you're thinking about. You don't. I promise you don't. Because I promise you, this person was not a. First of all, I know you don't. I know you don't know who I was thinking about because the person's not black. Oh yeah, so that's that's how I knew because I, I I know the three. People I was thinking there. Papa Pope. Yeah, I know you thought I was going there. Papa Pope was obvious to me, like he. But I wanted to go. I wanted to go deeper. So I love great monologues. People who can tell a story with their face, their body, and their words, and take you to a place. So I went with James Spader. James okay. Spader, if you don't know, James I'll, Spader, I'll get that blacklist. blacklist. Yeah. That dude, he just. And, and because I'm big on facial expressions and how you how you tell your story with your face and your body, watching his jowls just do stuff when he's in mm. in in the middle of his monologue or just the looks he gives is just amazing. Yeah, it, it's so so let me so let me ask this. So I, I love him in the Blacklist is one of my favorite shows. He had a he had his fair share of movies that all bombed, like when he was. So that's the thing. When I look at someone who's underrated, I'm not necessarily looking at the success or failure of their project. I look at how well they did in the project. And you will never find a James Spader. Oh my God, he did Mannequin. Part. I don't know what that is. Uh, because it came out in 87, you were like. Okay, I was six years old. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the movie. The part that James Spader ever did that he was bad at. The movie may have been bad, the script may have been bad, the plot may have sucked. But he, in his role, much like Jeffrey Dahmer, they killed I, I can't think of one that I've seen where he's been bad in. He's amazing. And uh, his, his role as Raymond Rantino Blacklist, is, for me, cemented him as 
a phenomenally underrated actor. Like he's just that good. And then I could I, I could not um, have a list and 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 not give a shout out to my people. So I had to put some of black on her. Um, and then I was like, well, let me let me go ahead and support the black woman and, and get and figure out who I was going to deal with. I thought I said, okay, who could I get that wasn't? I literally this is why I was making the argument about Angela Bassett. I was making. I was like, who could I get that's not Angela? That's not Regina. That's not going to be somebody who will think of immediately when you think of great black actresses and what they do. And I went with Alfre Woodard. Mm, yeah. Most notably for me, Mariah and Luke Cage. Like, everything she does is great. Mm-hmm. And yet... I got you a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and yet she gets nothing. That is she true. Stress. Yeah, I, I can agree. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, she she was great in Holiday Heart. And what was the other one when they had the candle holder? You know what I'm talking about? It was a movie. It was like a family heirloom type thing. And I, they, they gave a name for it. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. Man, I, she is a treasure and never gets the respect she deserves. She has done way too doggone much. Yeah. not. I, I agree with you on that. Um, I, can't. I forgot she was in love with basketball. Um, yep, she played the mama. Um, yeah. Yep, she was. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. I'm looking at it all for all. For oh, yeah, Cricklin. I love Cricklin. Cricklin's <laughs> my favorite Spike Lee movie. I forgot, I forgot I she really was. I don't like any old school Spike Lee movie because I have, I have an odd against Spike Lee. And so I don't, I'm just, yeah. Anything that I, that, I, that I actually know is a Spike Lee movie, I try to avoid if I can. Well, Kirkland doesn't feel like a Spike Lee movie until it gets to the uh, moving sidewalk scene. My, my only rebuttal to that is that the way he promoted Kirkland let me know it was a Spike Lee movie. And so I saw it, but I saw it begrudgingly. And I just don't recognize it because I don't like Spike Lee. I Spike Lee should be what Tyler Perry is now, but he's too selfish. And so because he's too selfish and doesn't want to see other people grow and prosper, I, I have I have big issues. I have big issues when you don't want to when you don't want to be a legacy. Mm-hmm. And you don't and you have paved the way, but you don't want anyone else to come the way easier because you've already paved the way mm-hmm. and so you actively work at making it harder for people as opposed to helping to make it easier especially your people there are too many black women that i have heard about who have stories about trying to either go to him for advice or he blackballed them or whatever and so i'm like yo i just how you did that i just i, I can't i can't especially when that wasn't done to you like so was down in the delta How about I'm looking right at it right now? Yeah. Like you, Alfre Woodard is amazing. Yeah, she is. I'll give, I'll give. That's a good one. I just love her. I do. I do. So there we go. Uh, so this has been another phenomenal edition of the Real Talk Podcast. And as you all who follow the Real Talk Podcast, y'all know it's hectic as always. We nothing ever goes right the way it's supposed to with the Real Talk Podcast, and so. We are in, we are right in suit. Here's how in suit we are. 
My laptop is unplugged, never 29%, so us closing out right now is phenomenal timing. Uh-huh. So, listen, real quick, I want everybody to know, um, Pastor, let everybody know where they can find you and, then, and, and let them know about service real quick so those who listen, they can... They can join in and come out to see. Sure. Uh, you can follow me on social media uh, at Michael Lamont on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all the great stuff. Um, you can look me up at berestored.net. That is my church in Lithia Springs, Georgia. We have service every Sunday at 1030 a.m. So go to berestored.net and look us up. Alright, alright, and, and we, uh, we want to thank our other special guest who fell asleep on the mic. This is how sleepy she was, y'all. Y'all can't see this. She's probably so glad y'all can't see this. And what's this new business endeavor? Was, uh, her what's this new business endeavor? Are you talking about this? Is why, this is why she was fired. I'm in the middle of talking about you so you can begin to talk about all the stuff you're doing. And you, see, just... Uh, 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 Michael, would you like a would you like a wife? I can I can give you mine. Uh, this is the Old Testament. I'll just go ahead and give you mine. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So Lord, now I can't even talk about how she was sleeping. So go ahead, go ahead, Shana. Tell us all about stuff. Tell, tell everybody where they can find you and what you're what you're getting into and stuff. And and especially the business endeavor that she thought I forgot about. That I'm gonna give you some few minutes to do. do, do. What you post about on Facebook? Mm, okay, so. You can find me on um, social media, on um, Facebook, just Chanel Thornton, um, on Instagram, uh, C Nicole underscore five. Um, the business endeavor is not mine, but um, it's my people that is in Savannah interceding photography. Um, Tremaine and his wife, Elaine, are some of the dopest people I've ever met. Very, very just great people um it is actually their business um that they're going to be doing creating their own platform for their own models and just keeping up with them and they just use my photo because i've done <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they, they use one of my photos to um promote it so if you're in the savannah area atlanta area looking for a dope makeup artist photographer hit them up at interceding um, photography they're really awesome yeah, that's about it. If somebody wants to book you as a model, because I can let you get away with that. Come on, let them know. Let them know how, because they Let them know how to find out, find out how to book. You can, you can hit me up on my Instagram. Once again, is at cnicole underscore five. Or shoot me a DM on the book of faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, executive producer. I guess I'll let you talk and tell folk about yourself and everything and where they can find you and your business, ma'am. You can find me on You can find me, Mrs. Philanda Jones, on all of your social media except for my Facebook. Um and you can so you can find me on all my social media, TikTok, Instagram, Mrs. Philanda Jones. Um, and if you are interested in styling services, I do closet overhauls, I do personal shopping, I do events, I do weddings, I do it all. I just want to make sure you are your best you, and so you can look for beautiful you designs. All right, all right, and of course, as always, I am Pastor Jesse Jones. You can find us. 
on the High Praise Ministries Facebook page. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com backslash High Praise Ministries or Twitter, which I'm rarely ever on. Uh, what is the Twitter house like? At real, I think it's at Real High Praise. I think. Yeah, uh, we have we have service every Saturday at one o'clock, one fifteen ish. If we have a technical issues, uh, so you can follow us there or come on out. Uh, our services are in Riverdale. I do not remember the address right now off the top of my head because we had to move. So, yeah, but you feel free to join us and come celebrate with us as well as, as always, follow us on the Real Talk Facebook page. If you have any suggestions for topics that you would like to hear us talk about or especially badgers, feel free to reach out to me at realtalkhpm at gmail.com. Know that God loves you, and so do I. And whatever you do, always keep it real. This has been the Real Talk Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah. This is Real Talk. Real Talk Radio. This is Real Talk. High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk. Real Talk. This is Real Talk. Real Talk Radio. This is Real Talk. High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk. Real talk. Real talk.